Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 7th of May 2016. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Oh my god, it's going to get so hot in here. And Robert Kemp. Summer. I don't even know <laughs> what song I'm singing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make up some random words. I didn't know that summertime song. There's quite a few summertime <laughs> songs, aren't there? Could have been summertime. <laughs> Just picked one that didn't exist. Yep. <laughs> you were like, Summer. summer. <laughs> I want to know this classic. You have to write this now. Yeah, damn. I've never done a uh, seasonal song. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to add That's a drop. True. You've, done, you've done podcast intros. They're sort of seasonal because literally every season. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess that counts. I've never done a song inspired by the seasons of nature. <laughs> the seasons. Well, maybe that would be a good place to uh, draw some inspiration. There's quite a few famous... You did a song that was... Te- I did a song about rain, sort of. Yeah. You did yeah. a song that was technically about Halloween, or sort of. Did I? Well, you know, the pinball table nightmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sort of Halloween, I, I guess. Yeah, that's... And it wasn't, even the, it wasn't even the pinball table. It was the sort of menu music from Pinball Dreams. Where it was inspired by the pinball table. But no. Yeah, it was. It's, the, it's the menu music from Pinball Dreams. I sort of nicked its main riff. Because it has the, like... Does night count as a season? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so then. Yeah, that's not been done. I know Kip has made one about Christmas ones. Sure. Is that a season, though? <laughs> I mean, tis the season, I suppose. Yeah, it's the Christmas season. Tis the season. The Christmas season. It's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a festive season. It's a festive season. Festive, yeah. festive period. It's really not the, on the same level as a, as a kind of spring or a winter, though, is it, in terms of a season <laughs> or a summer? Quite as, it's, not quite a, it's not quite as predictable. But then again, neither is the actual seasons. Like, winter can come in spring, as it probably sort of has for most of this year, I guess. Do you mean in terms of the weather? Yeah, I don't I know what's going on. This year. <laughs> The weather's weather be crazy. I mean, there's been a couple of random snowings in like April, but it's not yeah. been like super cold the whole time. It's been gradually warming up in a fairly standard pattern. I would have said this year compared yeah, to some years. Yeah, I don't know. It the felt like it's very part. suddenly got hot. Well, well that has over the past week. Yeah, that, I mean, that almost always happens. Yeah, that's it true. Always, always suddenly gets hot at a certain point. Ping. The freakiest part was how mild it was during December. That was the weird part. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't cold at all, all through November, and like you know, I think we mentioned it at the time. It's like, but you know, bonfire night. It's supposed to be cold as balls, and it really like, wasn't. Snow this year, basically. No. Mysterious. Mysterious. So what's I been up? My runner now. I'll put it. I'll give it that way. It's not. It wasn't too cold to run in. <laughs> just like a t-shirt. You've been running today. I have been running today. It was a different course today. Oh, grass. Like not pavement. It was pretty much all grass, and it was hard. Does that make it more difficult? I guess. Uh, I guess yeah. Well, yeah. I guess you get friction as your feet, like yeah, sort of less grip. Sh- 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 but don't you get like <laughs> yeah. impact? And, like, and the ground's more uneven. Yeah, I think that's the, that's also the. Well, I don't know. I think like you know the dirt is still pretty hard, right? Yeah, so it's, it's pretty solid, and also it's more uneven. So you know your that's ankles true. are probably being tested a bit more. Yeah. 
that makes sense. Maybe the rest of you is better. I don't know. Maybe your knees like the variation. I don't know. But your ankles definitely don't. Right. Hmm. So yeah, it was a hard old course, but I was still only 30 seconds off my best 5k time. So, you know, I think there's another PB coming. Good, give it, give it a few weeks. Oh, yeah. I'll have this one down. I'll have it. I'll have it. Really getting into it now. Are you still feeling terrible? Yeah, I know. Not anymore. Immediately afterwards, yes. (laughs) But, like, I did notice, like, by the time I got home afterwards, I was like, no, I'm good now. Your recovery time has improved. Yeah. I just wish it would improve to the point where my recovery was good during the run. You know, so I've just done a bit up the hill, and it's like, oh, God, that was the worst. It's like an hour on the flat. It's like, I quite like the recovery of me being on the flat to be quite fast. Like, to not be in that, oh, that was the worst phase, and, you know, have to stop and get right, your breath yeah. back, which is currently where I'm at if it's a ridiculous hill. It's like, I need to sort that bit out. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that means there's bigger distance coming up soon. I don't know. You should go running, Zeg. You've got loads of space and places to run and shit around and time <laughs> and all the stuff you need. <laughs> all the stuff you need. Not really. Other than Will. When it's just like all the normal places that I walk, I don't think they'd, they'd be that great for running, really. It's too many fields. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's, it's more cross country. Yeah. It? It's a bit hard. Work. My dad used to run, did, you know, along I the pavement consider... to Stowe Market or whatever. Well, from sure. Needham. I mean, you see people do that quite often. Wow, that's, because that's that pavement is like slightly off the road in places as well which is quite nice mm. and it's also been like repaved relatively recently so yeah. it's quite a good Ooh. Ooh, that, that sounds quite nice pavement. yeah quite a nice run pavement. I think what does it, it look like when it's wet <laughs> <laughs> it's very shiny I don't know I haven't really looked at it <laughs> I, could, I considered borrowing my dad's bike and biking but then I was just like I can't the trouble is that I like I, well, A, I don't know where the my bike helmet is any longer. I had one at some point. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I had one when I had a bike, I guess. Whatever that was. Mm. A long time ago. You reckon it got Sue Rided? Probably. Rided. Sue Rider. Can't you Sue Rider stuff I'm, back? Speaking of random things that was come <laughs> from the charity shop, oh, I've gained another full-size mug... Another duplicate of that mug, but well, it's not a mug that I use. Well, like a Sports Direct mean, mug? Or... Yep, Sports Direct mug. Oh my gosh, those things those... are so big. Do you actually Apparently use that as your regular mug? Because it's freaking gigantic. Yes. Do you actually my... drink it all before it goes cold? Well, no, but that's how I like tea. <laughs> oh yeah, you like cold tea, do you? Ugh. Wrong. You like it hot once, not hot yeah. forever. Just like mildly warm is good enough by the time I'm drinking it. So I got another one of those. But the trouble with that is, now I, apparently those come into Sue quite often because they were free, obviously. So there's tons of them everywhere. Mm. But the trouble is, we only have one singular teaspoon that actually has a long enough handle to not be fully submerged when that cup's full. Right. Which makes that part the annoying part because it's like, I can have different, I can swap this mug out and like let one of them get washed up, but I still need that same spoon. <laughs> so I need a new spoon. But apparently teaspoons don't come into the charity shop very often. You can get a teaspoon somewhere in Needham, I'm sure. But you need a teaspoon with a specifically long handle. Uh, I looked in our whole drawer of teaspoons and there's literally none of them that have a long enough handle apart from this one. Would like like a 
dessert like for a knickerbocker glory or something like a long yeah, but that's too long right because like you're going the other end of the scale that little one you've got like fucking three inches of metal sticking out of the cup <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then it is a really big cup it's not that big like it's not like you're drinking out of a Sunday glass <laughs> which would be quite hardcore what about can you get spoons for like I don't know getting pickled onions out of jars that sort of spoon yeah but that's probably not great for stirring with because it's very specifically designed to contain an onion <laughs> it might be small it might work if you're only using it for stirring right you're not using that spoon to actually like dollop sugar or whatever like, well, you do that into, into your tea right so like it doesn't even matter if the spoon has got like holes in it or whatever. Like you know, well, that makes it efficient for stirring. And also, it's made it'd, of plastic, it'd which is it'd be good like, enough. I don't know if that's a good idea. It'd be good enough. I bet those spoons probably melt. They're probably not designed for hot things because they're designed for pickled onions, <laughs> which are not hot. <laughs> hot pickled onions would probably be real gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> and, Can't remember yeah. that. It's not like you don't pickled eat pickled onions at room temperature. I mean. Room temperature pickled onions, that's fine. But hot would probably not be good. <laughs> We've got those hot onions. Hot vinegar. They're yeah. real hot right now. Hot vinegar. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> but then when you put the vinegar on your chip... On chips, yeah. Like, if the chips are real hot, doesn't the vinegar just get hot yeah, with but the you're not, you're not submerging them entirely in vinegar. It's not like the vinegar itself is actually the thing that contains the heat. <laughs> no, but the vinegar, yeah, the vinegar itself must... The vinegar is the seasoning. Yeah, but the vinegar itself must actually get uh, as hot as the chip. Yes, but the, old, the majority of what you're eating is chip, not vinegar. Whereas in pickled onions, I feel like it's probably verging on 50-50. <laughs> Possibly. It's basically just a vinegar get... delivery mechanism. <laughs> yeah, yes. Although when you get that doesn't vinegar just make you quite ill if you have a lot of it. Like Probably. I don't know, it's alkaline, really, isn't like, it? Well, yeah, oh, yeah you don't eat that many pickled onions, really, do you? It won't go. If you ate a whole jar of pickled onions, that would probably not be good for you. Well, no, probably not. But even so, if you're still doing fifty fifty, you still probably had like a couple of tablespoons of just pure vinegar. Yeah, yeah. that's that's enough to make me gender like if I'm I did a shot of vinegar once, that didn't end well. Yep, I know. <laughs> oh yeah, you were there. Oh, yeah. It didn't end that badly. No. It did, didn't end incredibly badly. No, I did have to disappear for a while while I uh, spat things into a sink. Yeah, exactly. Well, but it wasn't like immediate puking. No, I guess not. <laughs> I reserved that right to triple distilled smell of vodka. Although I was already quite smashed before that moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just an unexpected shot of vodka. And it's like, oh, no, this is the worst. <laughs> Quite, quite smashed. Anything else happening in the world of Zach? You got the kitchen kitchen, or bit like other than I suppose the spoon counts. Yeah, exactly. That was the kitchen kitchen. <laughs> it's all we about got a new spoon. kettle. You got a new kettle. It's you always get just as kettles. bad as the last one. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, didn't you get one like a, a month ago? Or? No, it's quite been quite a long time since we got a new kettle. The old one was like I think I talked about it before, but like I predicted, it hadn't been cleaned for ages. Oh, as so. a precursor to getting the new kettle. It's like, if we don't clean this, eventually it will become so encrusted with calcium that we'll just have to buy a new one. And they did. <laughs> they just like new kettles. And what's the verdict but, on the new kettle is? 
they made exactly the same mistake again. They bought <laughs> Why don't they ask duplicate. you? Do they know they that you care told about them this? Once. <laughs> so, what, so, what, so what's the problem? I've forgotten what the context of a bad kettle is. They keep buying kettles that are made of thin metal, which right. A, heats up so it becomes boiling to touch, so you literally can't touch the metal part of it at all, and if you accidentally brush your hand against it, you get burnt. It's a like that. Yes, it is. Although your one, it's got a massive handle. Your, so yeah, your one has a top for handles, and yeah. it's like not as directly. You're not as close to the sides of the kettle as you are on a side handle. But it looks real good. And then the other problem with metal kettles is they don't dampen the sound of the boiling at all, so they're incredibly loud. Well, that's not a problem. <laughs> it is. You can hear it not boiling, and then you know it's done. <laughs> on the plus side, this one at least has a filter after we lost the filter of the previous one and it has a button pushed to open the top which is okay. oh yeah those no those go wrong real fast yeah it's okay for now i think we've got one that's very similar to what you're describing at the office and yeah that button doesn't work for shit you have to just basically stick a spoon in it <laughs> wedge it open yeah it's like it's good for now but how long that'll last maybe we'll get rid of this game quite quickly also i don't know if it's just like the bit where it mounts onto the power disc thing, the bottom half, like, you know how they have, like, they just have a circular prong, basically, that mm. goes into the bottom of the kettle. For some reason on this one, that prong is really tall, so you actually have to be quite precise about putting it down vertically onto the prong. You can't just, like, chuck it on there. <laughs> you actually have to very precisely align it. <laughs> hey. It's just weird, because we've been so used to the previous kettle. Which really didn't have a very long one of those, and you could pretty much just chuck it on there, and it would find its way on there. Well, my, my kettle six years old still works great. We do occasionally clean. Yeah, well, <laughs> you say that, but do you <laughs> really? I said occasionally, super occasionally. Like I've done it twice <laughs> in six years. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, no, probably done it at some point. But yeah, it's like you—it's not cleaning that's your problem; it's emptying it out. It's like you can clean it, but if you don't empty out the like coagulated bits that just accumulate over time, <laughs> it's only because you your filter you still is good it, enough. I mean, we don't have a filter. Yeah, exactly. You just tip it. It has a filter. It has, a, no, it has some kind of built-in filter in it, there. It did it? at one point. Oh, that actually that's, that, that broken. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> that broken. <laughs> yeah. broken. It doesn't matter on your kettle, though, because it has to be discussed about the angle of the walls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, when, if you pour it slow enough. Yeah, it's fine. Don't tip it all the way up. In-depth but, um, kettle discussion. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's important. We know. I'm not saying it's not important. We are British, after all. Yeah. Mm. So. Zach, well, that you... is the problem. That is the problem with like my coffee machine, right? Because I've got one of those proper bean grinding coffee machines. Yeah. And it's like um, the problem is, is you have you have to make sure to fill the reservoir precisely, because there's nothing worse than like the next time you come back to make a coffee, especially if it's been a while. The reservoir's filled with stuff. You can't just tip the machine upside down to get the water out of the reservoir. And by that point, it might, it might have gone a little bit skank. Yeah. Old so, you know, water. you then make one and it's like, this tastes a bit funny. And it's like, oh, right, yeah, there'll be old water on it. This hasn't been used in a few days. Does it not mm. just have, like, a drain option where you can just, like, stick a cup under it and just dump everything? <laughs> I mean, I could, I could turn the grinder off and just say, make me some stuff. But, it, you know, you're not supposed to run it when there's no water going through it. Well, yeah, but I, you'd think it would just be able to, like, drain. Yeah, like, no, just have a button to empty everything that's yeah, in I there. I don't think it does. I think it like, <laughs> just tip it up. It's not really supposed to move once you've... It seems like a design flaw, really. Yeah. <laughs> it was cheap. <laughs> right. 
I mean, it'd be super cool if I don't know how expensive they are. Probably a lot, I think. But I remember the one at the old office was like industrial strength. It was a kind of mid-sized because mm. it wasn't a big office, um, but it plumbed into the plumbing, you know. So. Oh, nice. You know, yeah. so you didn't have to fill any water because it would just go water yeah, straight yeah. out of the plumbing. No, yeah, that's probably good. And it had two different hoppers for different beans, so you could pick one hopper or the other hopper. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Uh, got very used to the sound of that. And I miss that a lot because our office, the huge office, doesn't have anything like that. It's got like a, it's got a Costa machine that I never use because you actually have to pay to use it. I don't know if it's subsidized because Costa is a client. Um, but you know those fancy machines. In fact, we're doing the UI for, we're, we're redoing the UI for them because they're like have touch screens. You know, yeah. Oh, right. The, yeah, those things that then do the animation of the, yeah. the journey of the bean. Yeah, all of that crap. So we're redoing that, I think. But in, you might be bean. interested to know that that is a um, WPF <laughs> application. Hey. Yeah, running on Windows or whatever. So we have to get in a contractor to do .NET UI in order to make a Costa yeah. coffee machine. Anyway, <laughs> that's quite funny. But we have that, and then we have just a pot of coffee. You know, like like old style percolated. You know, where there's one pot goes on top. And one pot goes under the thing, and you just swap it over, and the the coffee is just like petrol, and it just stays there all day on the hot plate. And it's like, no, I wanted my awesome ground and made on demand thing, like in the like with that awesome coffee machine back at the old office. It's like, it's like, is machine like mine? Is that also technically a percolator? I don't know what is a percolator exactly. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that because people call have referred to mine as a, oh you mean like a percolator thing and I'm like yeah I guess but I I don't really know what I'm agreeing to. <laughs> I don't think that's just freaking Google percolator. <laughs> that's probably, probably easier. Like what the, what the heck is a machine for making coffee consisting of a pot in which boiling water is circulated through a small chamber that holds the ground beans. So I don't know if that's exactly. It, I think, because I think Elon makes it like I think percolators like take time or whatever, you know, and are continually cycling the boiling brew through the grounds using gravity until the required strength is reached. I don't think that's. Oh wait, so does that mean it like literally like puts water through it and then pumps the same water back through it? I think so. so. It's basically just in a big old loop all the time. Yeah, I think so. Which is what you don't have. You have like on demand. Yeah. Automatic drip coffee makers is something else. So that's that's what we have, or whatever at work, I guess. But your one is the best, an actual coffee machine that. Uh, I don't know. There's a million uh, different a filter, stupid a things. Grinder, a grinder, yeah. filter. Yeah, exactly. Grind, a grind filter. Yeah, because it's ground on ground. demand or whatever. That's, <laughs> that's got to be the ground. <laughs> grinder. Grinder. <laughs> yeah. Boom. You don't drink coffee, Boom. do you, Zeg? No. Why not? Because I like tea. Do you actually care what kind of tea you drink? Or what's your brand? Well, I don't know. I like boring tea. I like like standard basic tea. I don't really like the fancy... The times I've tried different types of tea, it's like, this tastes weird. <laughs> I like boring standard... Like builders. British builder tea. Like Yorkshire tea or something, or yeah. Well, even Yorkshire tea tastes distinctly different. No, Steve made a noise. Oh, that didn't get recorded. Good. (laughs) No, I made sure (laughs) that was only for me. Yeah, that's only to burn your ears.
from the inside. So, so you have like PG tips or whatever. Yeah, something okay. along those lines. Pretty standard. Or Do whatever. you ever branch out to like Earl Grey? Like no, take or a walk on the wild side. No. No, the only times I have that kind of tea is where we've run out of the normal tea bags and I'm desperately searching for any tea bag at all in the cupboard. It's like, <laughs> here's a tea bag. I have no idea what sort of tea this is. Let's just use it. <laughs> if you put a fruit tea in one of your, if you put a fruit tea bed in your, or in your incredibly milky mix that you do, uh, do you basically end up with a hot milkshake? Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want milk in my fruity tea. That would be really bad. Can't even I'm imagine. intrigued now. Yeah, you got to try it, Rob. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. Would it be like one you... of those? It'd be like, a, did you ever try those incredibly gross Skittles milkshakes? Oh yes, <laughs> they <laughs> actually tasted a lot like Skittles and milk. No? Yeah, yeah, it's like an horrible. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't appealing, but they did exactly what they said on the bottle. <laughs> yeah, I guess. For which. They deserve some amount of credit. It's like when you have like a Mars ice cream or a, like anything that is normally a, a thing branded after the original, but isn't the original, right? It doesn't Mars end ice up being all right. Yeah, but they don't really taste like Mars. I don't know. There's something not about really. it. It's just like that's that's not really the same. Or like, well, it's because they don't have the nougat in, basically, isn't it? They have yeah. a flavouring that's meant to vaguely taste like a nougat, but it's replaced by the ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's something not quite right about that. Or like. I don't know, I suppose, like, there's Mars-branded milkshakes as well. Yeah, Like, you know, that tastes nothing like a Mars. No. And, like, Mars, like, yoghurt pot-type things, or whatever they are, like, desserts oh, is, in that, the is that that as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're nice, but they don't taste like Mars bars. Mars pudding? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Pudding cup. A cup of Mars, please. Cup of Mars. A cup of Mars. And some tea. Hot Mars. It's like those, yeah, and then, then you get those Cadbury's like hot chocolate powders or whatever. And it's like it tastes nothing like Cadbury's. Uh, some of them barely. Do. Chocolate. Some of them do. It's so like what you want is that like Belgian melting chocolate stuff. That stuff's amazing because it is basically just chocolate that you end up drinking. It's the best. Well, that's the kitchen news. <laughs> We do I've talk like a lot about. I mean, we could do a compilation, I reckon, of all our, our random talks well, about, about random Kitchens. beverages. Yeah, tea. In, In fact, kettles. you could probably we could probably extract like multiple hours worth of tea content. Yeah, I reckon. From I mean, if you our... did your research, like you could give us like a special news segment on the on the on the the ups and downs of the tea market. I don't <laughs> think that's the thing. He doesn't. Zach doesn't care about what. Yeah, Zach, different Zach's actually tea not are. a tea connoisseur. <laughs> no, he, he just doesn't. drinks a lot of tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's different. <laughs> Yeah, is that like the difference between, like you know, a fat food critic and just a fat person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, Rob. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but with tea, so he is that just... like, is it, well, is that the same for me and pizza? I suppose I'm not really. Am I? <laughs> You're not pizza kind of you are interested in that. I reckon you could do a pizza news, and you're interested enough in the concept of pizza and and also I don't know. We, we, I think we talked about this on air like four weeks ago, like two episodes ago. But you mentioned the ideas channel video about pizza. Yeah, I did. Did you actually watch it? I did go and watch it. And then, like, and it's like, okay, fine. Pizza comes from everywhere. Fine. Uh, but the one thing I took away from that video that was like important, I suppose, is like it briefly showed some adverts for American pizza, and it's like. 
American pizza is cheap. Yeah. Why is it so expensive here? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's the thing in New York City it's like called six dollars delivered or something for a big old pizza, and it's like six dollars. Yeah, a lot of things are cheap, but like food in general is cheaper in America. Um, even to eat out or whatever. It's like 20 quid for if you do it, bought an unvouchered yeah. Domino's now, which I don't recommend you do. Have you seen the um, new boxes or whatever? Have you ever, have you got them yet for Domino's? The new boxes. Well, the last boxes we saw were the ones that had all the like scrawl on it saying this is a pepperoni or something. Yeah. Like so the fresh new... ingredient scrawl. So, so I don't know if they've been rolled out yet, but the new boxes in Domino's, they, they, the, whoever was designing them did research and realized that like wow 90 percent of orders are for two pizzas or whatever or more or because what, of like the pepperoni? two for one deals because the two for one deals oh, all, and no one buys one pizza so they've made boxes two one tuesdays of, must be their most horrible night <laughs> right so they've made the boxes one red and one blue one you know one with the two dots and one with the one so that together they make the domino's logo Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they're well, they've, well fall out, and they've got no crap on them. They're just red with the dot, and or blue with the two dots, or whichever way around it is. And it looks so super cool. Some information. I think there's like some, some yeah, but it's somewhere on the box. It's much cleaner. Like, than, like the reheat instructions are often awkwardly on the underside. Yeah, so it's, it's probably like... on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. So, and that's UK as well. So hopefully you'll be getting those ridiculous. Smart. But yeah, Dominic's. It is expensive. It's ridiculous in London as well. <laughs> not that it's not bad enough in in Ipswich, but yeah. Uh, anyway, used to be more independent pizzerias. Yeah, like the, like the two odd thousand or something that are in that five block radius of New York or something. Yeah, that was, what I was going to say is there's supposedly the cost of a slice of pizza and the cost of a subway ticket has been very closely correlated since the 1960s. They always stay about the same. <laughs> Is it one of those like economic ratings, like the price of a Big Mac, or? Uh, yeah, I guess it is in New York. Yeah, slice price. Slice price is directly tied to property prices. <laughs> it's a slice price, not a price slice. <laughs> Ice. <laughs> Ice. Rhymes. Any other pizza news? Uh, <laughs> because we had that so. news about the the ridiculous golden pizza or whatever with the yeah, red the carpet. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing, nothing to report in the okay. pizza town. Cool, yeah. Other than we should probably start a New York pizza joint at some point. Oh, are you we gonna just, set up? Just, yeah, we should just do it. Yeah, well, in New York or, or just around here? No, here. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. You don't want to do move to Manhattan. Okay, yeah, fair no, no. So we've got to bring New York, do New York elsewhere. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'd, I'd be eating there, obviously. It'd be better, better if you actually, actually what you need to do is make like a pizzeria that doesn't just have a like a pizza, right? Like, like, like we're not just a New York pizza joint. No, you can have your base Chicago stuff. Well, actually, no Chicago. Like now, I've seen like actually what a proper Chicago pizza looks like. That's insane it's insane but also you can't seem to get them like i, I don't think there's anywhere to go to get chicago style pizza in london i i think they I mean, used the to close, be the closest is actually those deep dish mini chicago town pizza pizzas yeah probably and even that's not quite the same they are weird they just look like they just look like a giant like a, like a cheesecake made of tomato pretty much they're like <laughs> pies yeah they're very strange 
But yeah. what if you want is, to is eat one? Just, just, just to occasionally. I want to be able to try uh, it, but yeah. I don't think there's any weather. That's a good one. Yeah, maybe we wouldn't make one that big, but you know, we could make a big one. Mm. We could make a deep dish. A deep dish or a New York or focaccia or whatever. Pizza news. Pizza. Have your pizza. Pizza. It's good for you. (laughs) Right, time for actual news. This is a podcast (laughs) about video games, I believe. Um, And we're going to talk video game news over from the past two weeks. We didn't even come up with a good segue this time. Come on, guys. Step it up. Okay. We never come up with a good segue. Normally, I just say news. (laughs) It's like, can we news now? (laughs) It's time to news. Okay. Shall I go through some Uh, news? Yeah, so we've got some missed news, first of all. Okay. Um, that, that we missed last time. Um, I only want to bring this up because we, we've been kind of... It's, an, it's a game announcement, and we've been kind of fans of theirs, I suppose. But Supergiant have another game coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the makers of Bastion and Transistor. Yep. And uh, it's called Pyre. Was Transistor our game of the year at one point or something? Or was it? I yeah. Did yeah. you actually give it to that? Oh, yeah, because it was shit. tied with Bayonetta. Yeah. Because we were too lazy to solve that out. Well, because <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was it was a one-on-one argument, really, wasn't it? It's like Bayonetta was amazing, Transistor was amazing, but we hadn't really had any cross-pollination of seeing it enough of it to make a call. So yeah. we were just like, that's with it, it's fine. Um, yeah, so Pyre looks... Well, it's it, They're still doing their thing visually, I guess. You know, that sort of isometric viewpoint, hand-drawn art, or hand-ish drawn art, you know. Although they, I think they've upped their animation game, it looks like. Mm. Like, it looks it looks real real slick. Um, but the gameplay this time looks like a... Well, it, okay, I guess it can only be described as a cross between Blitzball and the Banner Saga. Okay. So, like, Blitzball from Final Fantasy X. So it's like a sports-ish thing. Like, you're... Pl- you're, you're the actual sort of strategic or tactical gameplay is a bit like a sport. So I don't know. My mind is now thinking, is like, okay, does this play a little bit like um, when you're playing the multitude of mobile games that have like a hex grid or something and you're supposed to be trying to do some sort of objective on them? Is it actually one of those? But presumably it's got to be way deeper than one of those. Hmm. Um, Because, you know, mobile games. And uh, I don't know. It looks interesting. Like uh, the people that have come away playing it at, at PAX and whatever have said, like, "Oh, actually, this is way weirder than you think it is." You go into it thinking it's going to play one way, and it really doesn't. It plays another. Mm, so, cool. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Uh, What's it called again? Pyre. So Pyre. P-Y-R-E. P-Y-R-E. Okay. Hmm. Sticking with their nice one-word game names. Yep. Cool. No subtitles or anything. Well, look forward to that. Is it going to yeah. have a narrator type thing again? Or I don't know. I don't think there's been much of a sign of it, but presumably they could have like play-by-play announcers. <laughs> That'd be cool. If, if it's like a sport. If they get that guy, that old gruff guy again to do the play-by-play or something. Ooh, that's a sweet pass. <laughs> As he grabbed the ball, he felt an air of melancholy about it. Like he didn't want to <laughs> yeah. be scored. Pretty much. Uh, and that's what we missed really that of interest okay stuff big news what do we got okay um, you were right Rob 
You were right. right. World War happened. One. Battlefield oh, One. Yes. Battlefield One. This is the most recent of the. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm oh. dying suddenly. <laughs> In fact, should we, should we do the guess? Should we do the Call of Duty, Duty and then Battlefield? Call of Duty. No, let's stick with Battlefield. So, yeah, okay. Then, whatever. Because we yeah, could get Call of Duty. It's basically way. the same story. Yeah, yeah, it's not been any sort of like. To be honest, there's not really been any massive news other than there was a trailer of both weird things. announcements. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Battlefield One. They are doing World War One, and yeah. I'm just really quite sure whether it's like a uh, alternate history or a sort of like uh, still using, but still using the same stuff from World yeah. War One. Yeah, have you seen the trailer? But uh, I haven't actually seen. I've seen like screenshots, and it looks like kind of. She watched it. It's, it sort of looks like sort of fantasy World War One or something, but it's hard to tell. But. It's, that's what I was saying to Rob a bit earlier. It's like you, you can't really tell whether it's alternate history World War One or whether it's just like film World War One. Where yeah, it's like World War One but jazzed up a bit, super <laughs> yeah, exaggerated in certain ways. Yeah, because it's got like yeah. um, like uh, Sotworth camels flying through canyons and stuff and smashing into the, the sides of them and things and like I don't yeah. know all kinds of weird stuff like that. And the, obviously, it's got the tanks and everything. I know the trailer is like quite well put together and it has seven nation army used in quite a cool way because you know oh, how battlefield goes Fuck that. Well, you know it's been a while since seven nation army has actually been has it been has it been long enough before the seven nation army gets abused again well it's, it's been abused never... by football fans for the past yeah, for it's literally never years. been long <laughs> and then they never get the gap right between starting it again right it's all it's slightly out of time yes but it fits quite nicely <laughs> with Battlefield matter. style of like the distorted da 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 da. You know how they went for that sort of God. distorted dubstep yeah, thing. So they've kind of done just, that to the riff. Why did they just use their Battlefield song again? I mean, come on. That's what you do. Well, they, they will in the actual a... thing, I'm sure. Well, maybe. Well, maybe are you annoyed like... that they're not using da 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 and all of that? Well, like, I'm annoyed. Whatever. I'm partially annoyed that they're not using it, but I'm more annoyed that everyone won't fucking stop using dumb remixes of songs in their trailers, God damn it! Yeah, yeah but at least this is... was a good one in comparison to, like, the frickin' Destiny it one. average. I have to admit, that trend does need to end, right? Because maybe this is something end. we need... Well, I know, but it's, like, it is everywhere yep. now. Like, it's not just games, it's, it's in no. pretty much every sort of film trailer that has an air of... This is a bit dark, isn't it? About it. <laughs> yeah. Um, has like they've just taken an old song from the 80s or something and have like put one note against it and then had a very subtle female singer deal with it or something so it's like dang <laughs> dang i'm trying to think was it like i think even the recent snow white film did that or something oh. not snow white uh was it the huntsman yeah or whatever had that in its trailer and it's like too much guys too much it's like there are examples of people that doing it right for instance um what was it was it one of the was it one of the Assassin's Racing. Creed or something where they got Lord's version of Everyone Wants to Rule the World or something? Oh, like that. yeah, That's yeah. great. That's, it's a good version. Brilliant. I think they ended up using it in Hunger Games as well, actually. Because um, Lord was curating one of the film's soundtrack or something. So yeah, naturally, yeah, yeah. some of her stuff was in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, so that was good. And obviously, the fire started the trailer. Like, that shit was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um it's a good version of that song. Um, but yeah, so no, no. it's a bit overdone now. It's a bit overdone. I guess, yeah. I guess Gears, Gears of War is at fault, right? <laughs> well, yeah, no, they kind of caused it. I don't think it was their fault. It was just like, because I mean, 
It was new. If you think about how long ago that was, it's like it can't have been their fault because there's no way that the the, the trend would have continued for that long just off that one thing. Cricket films just, I suppose, it was Donnie Darko and Gears of War. Gears Gears of War, wasn't it? That that made that that Mad World uh, version super popular. Mm. And then, then, yeah, so I was about to say, maybe they'd looked back at that and said, hey, that worked really well. And now everyone's doing it. But it's just like, but, have marketing divisions not come up with a single new idea in like 10 years? No, <laughs> that's, thing, that's right? marketing. Yeah. yeah, people are still like, it's it's disconnected in some way, right? And they're, they're probably not making the songs for the trailer. You know, the artists, well, the, the artists presumably are doing it of their own accord, right? Sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it mm. I don't mind it being used, but it is being used too much. Maybe this is like a giant bomb. Please stop. Yeah, right exactly. now. Please stop. Probably. Probably. But anyway, <laughs> there's not much information about the game, but obviously Frostbite and World War One, etc. Okay, like we, we have to uh, like hold some bets right now. Is it going to be an EA game with too little multiplayer content? <laughs> probably. It's Battlefield. Because of how fast it's come out, mm. relatively speaking. I well, mean, compared fairness, to what? Like, Four. Compared to Battlefront. <laughs> Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think... only just came out. I reckon they'll have two teams at this point. I don't think it's... That doesn't necessarily solve the problem, because it's like fucking Call of Duty, basically. It has, two, has three teams, and they still yeah. go out too frequently. <laughs> yeah. What do you, but the, the, there's a lot of content on them. They don't lack content, those... Called, you know, say what you will. You could argue that they, they sort don't. of do. It's just that the Call of Duty people are. It's like there's a lot of content in the Call of Duty game if you like the single and the multi. Sure. <laughs> if you only like one half of it, then you're getting not quite as much. Still no, more than Battlefield, but... <laughs> but the multiplayer is large enough to be satisfying, which I think is where people had a problem with games like Battlefront and things like that, where the multiplayer just wasn't big enough to be satisfying for long enough. Well, yeah. it was, it was um, more in Battlefront, it was more just a, like, it was the Titanfall problem where it wasn't just because of the lack of maps, it was because of the lack oh, of the everything lack of else. Kit, yeah, because <laughs> that is Titanfall's problem. Like, there was actually enough maps yeah. in Titanfall, there just wasn't enough stuff. I mean, could have to, done to give it more maps as well. Also, maybe like... The DLC did eventually go free, so, you true. know. And it also could have, like, done with game modes that people cared about. Sure. Because there was really only one game mode to play, and then you just played that one, and that kind of limits your map options. I don't mind. I quite liked the mixed bag playlist on Titanfall, just going into that and doing yes, that. No one ever played it. <laughs> it was quite it underpopulated. Came yeah. Especially on PC. It wasn't so bad on Xbox. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, you know, naturally I'm worried about it, because EA have a track record now. With, yeah. the, with the exception of Plants vs. Zombies, which apparently is just fine for that stuff. Um, but it is, it is, you know, I, I can't say I was particularly impressed with any of the last run of Battlefield games' games's um, level of content, right? Like three and four, yeah, they had single player components, but they were naff. Oh, I think three, and then three was the better. Three, three was better, yeah, three mm. was all right. Four felt lacking. Well, four just four, and that might be just because the maps were yeah. Four of, just had just bad map bad. design, yeah. <laughs> and obviously we skipped hardline because who so it hardline? felt like it felt like a small number of maps because people only played like two maps that actually yeah. Were any <laughs> Not good. that didn't happen in Battlefield Three as well. Well, yeah, Metro sure. Twenty Four Seven models, <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. 
Oh, I mind that. Metro. I like enjoyed Metro. Metro was good, good. You know? yeah. I like the full version of Metro. Yeah. I didn't like the one they played on the 24 hour <laughs> maps. Mm. It was like, oh, let's fight over one point, a stairwell. <laughs> yeah. Full yeah. of grenades. <laughs> full of grenades. Full of grenades. <laughs> so, yeah, Battlefield. And Call of Duty Infinite Warfare from Infinity yeah. Ward. Do you think that's why it's called Infinite Warfare? Because Infinity Ward? Infinite no, it's because they've run out of adjectives run out to of names. describe the future. Yeah. <laughs> well, they could have just said future. They haven't actually used future warfare. No, yet. But future warfare. Future warfare has been in subtitle on something, I think. So no, it's exactly it what we expected, ad- right? Advanced. We've had adv- like it's sort of yeah. We've had like advanced. Now I'm just trying to pick up on Zach's point here. I don't think we've had the game just called Future War, right? The closest I think we have is like Future Cop, but like Future actually isn't used all that much. I don't think in game names like. Advanced is used everywhere, or <laughs> that was only used everywhere because of the game we're about. <laughs> so we had advanced warfare, we've had black ops, we've had modern warfare. You could have had more modern warfare, like which then we get, you know, I don't know. No, I don't think I could call it, call it future warfare, but they just couldn't get rid of warfare, right? For some reason, it seems to be the Infinity Ward logo that you know, thing that they always have to have warfare in their name since COD 4. So we just called it laser warfare, yeah. Even laser. though not really that many lasers. No, it didn't seem to actually be any lasers. No. <laughs> no. Okay, this is the, con- the, the, the the counter, I suppose, to the Battlefield 1 trailer, which sounds like it was very well put together. The Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer is actually really badly put together. Yep, it's kind it of is. crap. It's, it's quite bad. Yep. I didn't think they were that much different. It's just another big mash of random cuts. No, they were different. Well, no, no, yeah, but I think, yeah. the first 30 seconds of it is just noise of voice with some dude walking up a cliff slowly and then a fight it's boring the cod trailer is actually boring i don't know and then they're supposed to be wowing people by like oh you fly into space what like well everyone's expecting that aren't they they've already been in space and there's some sort of global invasion of some sort they haven't made it clear whether it's aliens or some other human there's like the colony defense force seems to suggest that like they it's the old tale of like the the You're other planetary the colonies have turned against Earth. Yeah, for some Mars reason. against <laughs> Earth or whatever. For no also, reason. I liked how they decided to attack Geneva. Like, let's attack Switzerland. Obviously, the primary target of our <laughs> space assault should be a country that's historically neutral, and also every citizen in Switzerland is legally required to own a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know what's going just... on in future times, but yeah. No, I guess it like. There's probably like you, maybe it's one of those things where they, they might tell the story like modern warfare, right? Where it just puts you in the shoes of the shoes, <laughs> the, shoes. The, the shoes of some guy, and you're like, oh, you just happen to be in Geneva while this thing is going on. But I mean, Geneva does have a lot of like international bodies headquartered there or whatever or whatever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. United Nations sure. and stuff. So I maybe, guess yeah. The, well, maybe maybe the, the UN the, becomes like the the the, the, the world government, Earth, right? yeah. Because yeah. that's how it's in Halo, right? I guess. Um, um, isn't I don't that know, true? Actually. Is it the UNSC it or whatever? Yeah. Uh, United Nations Space yeah. Command? It's Space like Force. the Earth's yeah. guys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if it's based out of Geneva, but yeah, I guess. It yeah. Must be, you, you can imply that that's the extension. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. And then, of course, um, they are also doing a, 
a um, HD remaster of Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which you can't buy separately. You can only get it no, currently as you have, like you have to buy Infinite Warfare. But it, that's a good pack-in, right? Like if they're doing like it's one of the, it's a great value add to a, what is already a pretty great package. It's not free like, though, is it? Because you have to pay for the a, a oh, you have to buy the premium edition. version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, to get crap. No, I, and I you can't buy it separately. Yeah, they no. will make it eventually, won't they? They have to. They will. They'll have to. This is just to increase like, sales of the premium editions and stuff. But yeah. it's like, God damn it, guys. Um, you know, that game was pretty good, I think, Call of Duty 4. I mean, it's... It did some, the time, anyway. not, it did some brand new things, which is yeah. not necessarily what you can say about every Call of Duty game now. Definitely but, not. Uh, you know, it, it was... You know, it, brought, it brought Call of Duty into the next gen, and Modern Warfare, I guess, was... Actually, still a relatively under at the time uh, underrepresented thing. Not anymore. I guess when it came out, yeah, obviously not anymore. But was yeah, it? Did, did it become before like Battlefield Two or not? No, uh, no, I think it came after Battlefield Two. Right, yeah. uh, but it is still it was still relatively underrepresented. I think, like you know, mm. unless you count games like Counter Strike, and yeah, um, you know, there were plenty of like gamey games it's set in modern times like soldier of fortune do you really count that and, right yeah you know max Payne. <laughs> no i don't know I'm, I'm actually struggling to think of examples like maybe uh was is, is it red orchestra or something like isn't there like a no that's mod world war two for it's world war two yeah you're sorry yeah. right yeah yeah th- um, hmm trying to think now there must have been Counter-Strike was the main one and it was huge to be fair yeah and, and it's actually it's based in you know it, they didn't have the licenses for the guns and all that but they were trying to mm. make a more realistic experience and mm. you know use real stuff and blah blah blah, blah. I guess there was America's oh, Army lol <laughs> was that after Call no, of Duty yeah. I, I don't know again I think that's quite late in the mm. uh, maybe not maybe not the first version actually yeah, I don't know. Anyway, because they were literally the army. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty groundbreaking at the time. Anyway, and you know, it's quite a memorable game. Actually, there's quite a lot about that I can still yeah recall. Gimme's admittedly, a lot of that is running down a street with enemy closets, making sure I need to get to the next checkpoint just to make my team move move up behind me so the enemy stops spawning in said closets. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, it's a bit less ridiculous than Call of Duty 2 or something, but yeah, where, where Nazis would spawn from oh, sure. closets yeah, or whatever, yeah. and you had to move up the street in, in wherever it was, Stalingrad. Yeah, there was quite a lot of that. But yeah, so it was good, you know, that, that opening mission is brilliant. The, the one on the boat, it's... Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, which is how they opened the, the reveal of it, you know, just that, that classic picture of Price having a cigar. Yeah. For a moment there, when they opened that, uh, the trailer was so badly put together and confusing that I was like, "Is this like space price? Like on a on a?" <laughs> well, <laughs> I, have I, they just randomly rewritten price yeah. into another game? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it was either that or time travel, which would have also been cool. Oh, they had, like, they had, would have been. They cool, actually had to go back to the past to change how this turns out in the future. <laughs> I do. That's way more inventive. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. would have made me much more hype than what it actually has turned out to be. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; I'm still kind of in. Because I don't think it, in 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 some ways, I don't think it actually trailed as badly as Black Ops Three did for me. Right? <laughs> there was just 
I, well, actually, I, I didn't really see the reveal trailer. Right? My first uh, exposure to Black Ops Three was, was the terrible E three <laughs> demo. Yeah, and that kind of put a real, <laughs> yeah, put a real downer on the whole game for me since that moment. And, you know, and it turned out not to be that great, is it? You know, apparently, but yeah, it really played all right in the beta, whatever. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, this there is enough in although the trailer is badly edited there's enough in it to make me sort of interested like if you start looking at the bits and what's actually going on it's like i, I kind of want to see what happens i'm not saying i'm sold on it yet no. but color me intrigued right well that's the big shooters what else is going yeah. on oh big announce big another big trailer dawn of war 3 i don't know if we expected that would oh, actually yeah. happen no, but I, yeah i I didn't expect that. Yeah. Have you seen that? That's quite an amazing. I mean, the trailer's got no, it shows nothing of the game, but it's pretty kind of amazing just as a piece of trailerage. Yeah, again, not seen it. I just seen that the game's coming. But yeah. Yeah. It looks so, cool. so who was that? Who who made those? Was it um... uh, Remedy? Wasn't it? Or uh, no? What they? No, called? was it Massive? No. Uh oh, yeah, that's right. Let me let me. I can't remember. It the... Not Remedy. Re- Relic. Oh fuck's sake. Oh, uh, it might have been Relic. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Relic sounds right. Yeah. No, Remedy is so they're the, the guys. They're the guys Max that make Heroes, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. Relic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I thought they had a problem or something, didn't they? Or were they part of Take Two when oh. that all went south and stuff? But yeah. They seem to be not, Sega now. Not so Take Two. They were. Not Take THQ. Two. THQ. TH. Yeah, THQ. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that means Take Two are just still doing quite good for themselves, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, got got confused there. Um. Yeah, take two. Have yeah, I really, I really take, like... Man, I'm so confused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I obviously don't. I, know I really, I really liked Dawn of War two. Yeah. So, so apparently, this is it, like a I kind like what of they, what they did with it. So it's more like it's kind of a cross between one and two because it's got the bigger armies from one, but it's got all of mm. the kind of elite, the kind of tactical stuff from two, of like yeah. elite units and special abilities and stuff. Because it does, it did. Company Heroes doubled down on this a little bit, where it was just it was more about actually maneuvering your group of units and keeping them safe yeah. and working with that, rather than doing all the base building stuff, somewhat tedious stuff of base building and stuff. Which I guess you could argue Starcraft has locked down, right? No one wants to do that other than Starcraft. Well, it looks but, like they are going back to that for this, so there is bases are back. But there, so. was, there was a little bit of that in Dawn of War Two. Don't get me wrong; it's like yeah. there was a bit of management of that to get your cap up to a good enough level by you know your unit cap up to a good enough level by which you could actually mount an assault, and then you'd basically just maintain those dudes as well as you can because it made sense to maintain your guys rather than just throw them into battle and and. Uh, you know, it required enough. It was enough of a problem losing dudes, you know, and getting more. Yeah. That, you know, encouraged you to, you know, to play better with them. <laughs> Wasn't it one that had a sort of like capture point style gameplay as well? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A lot did. of them were like, oh, you needed to control enough of the nodes to win or something, while the enemy team could actually push back on nodes you weren't paying attention to and things like that. And it's. Yeah, it was a cool game. I really liked it. And it had oh. the cover mechanics and stuff. You know, they were, those were kind of new uh, back in the Dawn of War days. Yeah, and they rolled that, I guess, into a um, Company of Heroes, some of that mm. stuff. But yeah, it was pretty cool. I reckon uh, 
I'm quite excited for that, I guess. And and not that many RTSs. And StarCraft no. seems to have fizzled out or whatever. So and it's all MOBAs, so it'd be nice to have a traditional more traditional RTS going it's on. Been a I really mean long time since I've played an RTS like at all. Actually. Of course, on the maybe, flip maybe side. Was, or maybe Halo Wars is that. I don't know. Oh yeah. Forgot about Halo. Got Halo Wars too at some point. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course, don't forget that Creative Assembly are making Warhammer Total War. <laughs> You know, yeah. Uh, so we got two like Warhammer games. I mean, obviously, Dawn of War is Warhammer 40k rather than, and yeah. the other one is like standard Warhammer. So standard Warhammer. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm actually I don't necessarily care about Total Warhammer. I'm going to keep calling it that because it's a better name. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm a bit worried that it's just going to be a Total War game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? I'm more excited by just... Dawn of War three, definitely. Yeah. I don't get right. Yeah, Creative Assembly, like with the Alien game, have proved they can do something different if they want to. Totally. Um, so I'm sort of hoping that, hoping, hoping that with Total War that they'll, they might break their own mold a little bit. Mm. But I'm not sure they will. Because Total War. When has Total War ever broken its mold? Really? <laughs> well, yeah, it's sort of evolved, but not. Not enough <laughs> in some places. I don't mm. know. It's a weird those games because like they're sort of a lot bit of hit and miss. There's a lot of them. Some of them are like the better ones, and some some of them are the off years or something with Total War mm. games. It's a bit weird. Like the the like, I think Shogun Two was pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, Shogun Two. Everyone sort of the first Rome was quite yeah well first Rome, but that's a long time ago. Received. I played that. Yeah. That was great. But the second Rome um, was not so good, supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. And then, did anyone play Attila? You know, don't know. Probably John Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a hun. You right, hun? Yes. You right, hun? <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that. Yeah, it's cool news. It's good to see it back. Um, do you reckon RTSs will ever be big again? Not like, to the extent they were. No. No. I, I guess. Um, you know, um, MOBAs are like the closest, or whatever. Do you, reckon it's, is it, do you reckon it's a real risky venture for them? You know, like how much budget are they putting behind this? Like, what's yeah, it's hard to say, is, really. Is it only PC as well? Like, I assume so. Don't know. Yeah. I guess that's not so bad these days with Steam and everything and the install base and stuff. I guess Sega have done all right. On yeah. PC recently, so you know maybe they're willing to try some things. Uh, yeah, should we move on? Yeah, moving on. Um, uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst got delayed. Um, it's supposed to be coming out, I think, end of May, mm-hmm. but it's been moved to like you know, just before E3. <laughs> so it's right. sort of you know mid mid June now. Why would they do um, it just before E3? Yeah. Do it at E3. Do it on the stage launch. Yeah, it's like, and it, uh, yeah, but, and surprise everyone, right? Don't say... Like, <laughs> Don't say that. Just, just say it's delayed yeah, to some it's, point. It's, it's delayed to But then everyone point. would know it was E3. I guess. Well, <laughs> would they? Yeah. They just infer so, that that was what they And by the way, Catalyst is out now for EA Access members. That's what they would do, wouldn't they? Sure. Like, if they were going to do that, they'd feel like, and you can play EA, Cat- EA Catalyst. EA, EA Catalyst. Mirror's Edge Catalyst right now, if you're an EA Access member. Yeah. Means- Everyone else can play it October. <laughs> uh, yeah, so minor delay. Um, I haven't launched Origin in ages. <laughs> no, I, 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 
No. I don't think I've launched it this year. <laughs> I was looking in Steam, like, where, I'm sure I bought Mass Effect 3. Where is it? And then it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't even game. have Origin installed on this PC anymore after I, in, <laughs> after I installed Windows 10. Um, sure. So it's like, um, yeah, I'll probably not be playing that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play Mass Effect 3? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I played it through on uh, PC, like I say, with Origin. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if you ever tackled that one, because I know we did one and two. But yeah. Oh, totally. I played, yeah, I played all the way through that series. I quite liked three in many ways. Everyone shit yeah, on the ending, good. but I thought it was pretty good. Not, yeah. you know, no. in general. I Nothing prefer two, but, you know. Yeah, there's something about, yeah, yeah we've talked about that before, but yeah. Yeah, we have. So two, two is the better game. I thought three had to captured a kind of atmosphere of doom and gloom quite well. Very sort of Battlestar, like everything yeah. is shit. We're, we're all boned. <laughs> yeah, we're all boned. Guys, kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Just, just, to, just to let you know, we're still boned. We need to debone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or rebone. <laughs> end bone. Yeah, we need to end bone. Yes, that's what we agreed. We need yes. to end bone. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't wrap my head around the logic of boning. We did, oh, what's it? I discovered, oh, I saw today um, a, a wood cleaning kit or something, a wood maintenance kit in B&Q earlier today that had the unfortunate brand name of Boner. <laughs> Just, you can have a boner and it's for cleaning your wood. Brilliant. It, it writes itself. Anyway. <laughs> Mighty number nine. It's still sort of happening, maybe. It has a release date. <laughs> Would you believe June twenty wow. first, which I guess is also in the middle of freaking E three. I actually can't remember when E three is, but it's June sometime. Um, but yeah, it has a release date. This game may actually come out like two years late or whatever. It feels like it's two years now. <laughs> I don't know if it is actually two years, but. Maybe we can finally see if that game is any good, which everyone at this point doubts. Um, movies! movies. Ratchet Clank movie came out fairly oh, recently. God. And, Jeez. you know, that's. I've seen murmurings on my Facebook feed that it's actually pretty good. Like, it's not actually a bad. You know, and the game has been relatively well received as well. Yeah. Like, Ratchet Clank, the movie, the game. Hmm. <laughs> so. But I'm not here to talk about that. I just wanted to mention it. Um, they're making another Lara Croft film. <sighs> who's the, who's Lara Croft now? It was Angelina Jolie like ten years ago or longer. It was. Uh, now they're putting she's in everything. Alicia Vikander into the role, right? Which okay. Sort of works, but I, I guess they're going. Maybe they're targeting the like the new Tomb Raider feel, maybe. Because she's obviously not as, uh, let's just say, Tomb Raider in her physique as Angelina Jolie was. Right, yes. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. And she is in everything at the moment. Like, what is she in? Well, Zach and I watched Ex Machina last weekend. All right. I need to see she's that. In, she's in that. It's I hear that's good. good. It's good. It's, it's pretty dark, man. It's pretty dark. <laughs> I'm not sure I like that ending, but it's pretty dark. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, what was it? She was in 
she in theory of everything as well? Was she like Eddie Redmayne's other half? I think she's done other films of that ilk as well. And yeah, she's everywhere at the moment. Anyway, um, sorry, I shouldn't say Eddie Redmayne. That's what they call him on the bloody Simon Mayo and Mark Kermode film cast. <laughs> Redmayne, Redmayne. I don't even know why they call him that. They just do. Um, so there's that. Uh, and the last bit of news I have, which caught my eye, was uh, <laughs> Sega have officially added ROM hack support to the Sega well, Genesis collection of, on yeah. Steam via Steam Workshop. Sort of officially. <laughs> sort of. I don't think it can get any more official than what it is. They added Workshop support for ROM hacks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> people can just come out and mod the games, mod the Genesis games, and it's like, okay. I don't know if that was exactly their intention, though. <laughs> Really? What else could do? How else could this have gone? Well, uh, well, at the very least, they certainly weren't intending people to mod the game by deleting the entire previous game and putting something completely different in there. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear about that. You just basically you just comment out the other game and implant the code of an entirely different game. <laughs> okay, that's quite funny. It was like, what did you think was going to happen exactly? So, so does this mean that other like Genesis ROMs are just getting hacked in? Yep. To... You can play Sonic the Hedgehog, except it's something not Sonic the Hedgehog. It's Contra now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just funny. quick corrections, Colin, there. It was uh, Felicity Jones is the girl in The Theory of Everything. I was, oh, And right, she's the yeah. one that's in Rogue One, or whatever, the Star Wars film at the end of the year. So Yes. Yeah. They look quite similar. Yeah, um, sure. But she is in a lot of things. I still stand by my statement. Fair enough. I just can't remember them, because I'm terrible at remembering things. Did we not talk... <laughs> Was it before the last podcast? But uh, it seems like it was after. Did we not talk about how Nintendo accidentally revealed the NX launch date? <laughs> sort of. No, I don't think we did. One they, in their in their financial earnings call or whatever, they were like, "Yeah, that's not coming out until 2017." They just sort of offhandly said it to their investors or whatever. Oh wow! And it got transcripted, or yeah, and then oh, people okay. found out that they'd yeah. said that, and it was like, "Oh, so apparently the NX is not coming out until." Financial 2017, I guess. Assuming that this financial call, they would have not said anything about it if it had been financial 16. Which then begs the question: <laughs> What are they doing in the meantime? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they, we yeah, we were talking about this before we came on air, but you know, Nintendo haven't have basically said we're going to be showing Zelda, and that's all we're showing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Quite like Reggie will Zelda. open the treehouse to to be doing a 24-hour stream of Zelda content. <laughs> they, must think the it, they must be pretty pleased with it and think it's good, <laughs> unless well, they just don't have any software. But, I mean... It's, it's a it's Zelda good. game, so, you know, why wouldn't they be? But <laughs> oh, I guess so, yeah. And it's been in the making for a really long time, so let's, yeah, you know... I really hope, hope it's, it's good. good. Yeah. I mean, if it's anything, if it's, you know, because the promise is that it's, like, it's Zelda, but Skyrim, oh, you know, kind yeah. of size. And if it's like that, it'd be like insanely amazing. But then the question <laughs> the Legend is, of Zelda, the Skyrim sword. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then the, the question is that if if Zelda is all they're showing at E3, but the NX doesn't come out until 2017, is this actually going to be an NX game after all? No, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Maybe this is their last card for the Wii U. You know? mm, I reckon it'll be on NX. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll release it as like... Well, they could do an HD update, yeah. of course, or whatever they call it, it next, because it probably won't be an HD update at this point. It'll be a... 4K! Yeah, slightly better update. 
I, I doubt the NX will do 4K. Those Ds are a lot H here. <laughs> <laughs> the H is the Ds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so because it's got everyone a bit worried, basically. It's like, is, is this really all you're showing? Can we have a Nintendo Direct, please? Like, I bet they'll do one anyway, not long after E3 or well, even we'll during it, E3, Yeah, we'll just be coincidentally know. tied with yeah. it, like monthly Direct will be <laughs> about yeah. that time. But, you know, the fact that they've only said, oh, E3 is going to be Zelda. What else are you doing? Is there another Pokemon in the works? Sun and Moon, aren't you going to talk about that? I think that's almost out, isn't it? I it's mean, already come out in some territories. Do you think it's too early for them to even talk anything about NX? I still think that even if it is coming out 2017, I think now is the time they could but they start won't, talking they, about if, it. Theoretically, if it's early 2017, like it's only just into the next financial year, it'll be before the next E3, yeah. so this would be the E3 to... And they did say they would start talking officially about NX this year. Yeah. Hmm. They did say that last year. I mean, I guess they have other shows that they could theoretically time stuff with. They don't necessarily care about E3 the most out of all the various trade shows that Nintendo has been known to do things for in the mm. past. Yeah, that's true. Or they could just make their own one, like Sony and Microsoft keep doing. They could just have a Nintendo pure Nintendo show. I don't think they want to do that. No, I, don't I, think they do. I think they're direct... <laughs> suit them well um, and in some respects they're actually more enjoyable to watch than yeah. some of the actual press junkets well unless the press unless the press events are dumb and bad in which dumb. case those are yeah. much more enjoyable to watch <laughs> well, <laughs> the Nintendo yeah. ones don't tend to be du- entertaining in a dumb way well they can still be bad but then it's not entertaining because it's no. sad <laughs> exactly <laughs> we're not going to get any more Nintendo land uh, fireworks no Enjoy this dramatic finale to our press conference. <laughs> Take firewood. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, as a Wii U owner, it is a little bit sad. But then I've still got Wii U games that I didn't get around to playing. Yeah. So, you know, if I was really worried about it, I would have probably have played Super Mario 3D World and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze at this point. Yep. That's but I've still got those to do at some point. And you know, you never know. Shinnan might make a new game on the eShop. <laughs> or Fast Racing Neo Extended Edition. I don't know. Even if they said they wouldn't. <laughs> Come on, Zelda. Be totally awesome. You could do it. You've done it before. Quite a lot. <laughs> do you reckon I have Linkle in it? No. <laughs> or a female Link of any kind. I quite like Linkle. They should put her in um, Smash Brothers for sure, but I wouldn't have thought they'd put her <laughs> yeah. in a Zelda game. We only need another Link clone in Smash Brothers. Yeah, I suppose you'd have three at that point. Link, young, Toon Link, not even young Link, yeah. Toon Link. And... They got rid of young Link, because then they would have had Fault again. Yeah, which one was young Link in? Was oh, it? Last one. Was it? So there was young Link and Toon Link in Brawl? No, uh, no the one... Last what melody? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was because that was before Toon Link. Yeah. Toon Link replaced like Young Link. 
because they decided not to have exactly because he is basically Young Link in terms of the moveset is essentially sure it's just like the shorter range version of the sword moves and then like really the slightly remember. different bonds. I'm actually struggling to remember uh, other than the, it must be called that because obviously Young Link has called Young Link. Yeah, like no, that's how we know. But Toon Link was still a bad name. What the fuck? Toon Link. Suppose it's accurate. It's called it very Waker Link, Wind Waker Link, or something. Windy Link. <laughs> that's, maybe that's the problem, right? Because there's no good way of saying it. The, the Link Waker. The Link Waker. The Link Waker or Windy Link or Waker Link. Selink. Selink. What? Sell. Sell. Oh yeah, sell, sell link. Sell the link. I don't know. Shaded link. Sell the. Sell the. Yeah. I've forgotten about that. So. Yeah. It's good. Well done, internet. <laughs> well done, internet. Well done for shitting all over what turned out to be one of the best Zelda games before it even came yeah. out. Speaking of which, did you hear that they didn't decide to the internet um, failed in its campaign to name that boat? They didn't fail. They, well, no, just... they succeeded, but the boat people didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And instead, it's called the. No offense to the guy, but the quite boringly titled Richard Attenborough. David Attenborough. Or David Attenborough. Sorry, I'm <laughs> wrong, Attenborough. I <laughs> always get those two messed up. It's because they're brothers. Bought... Yeah, I always get it messed up. Yeah. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're calling the submarine not Boaty McVoteface, but Boaty. <laughs> Which is really lame. <laughs> so it has a an onboard submarine or whatever. So it's called Boaty. Partial win. Yeah. They didn't call it Subby McSubface, which is really <laughs> <laughs> Subface. <laughs> Should just call it Subface or just Boatface. Like, Boatface <laughs> would have been funnier than Boaty. Yeah. But I think Boaty kind of is more but conservative, isn't it? They could spell it with an IE, right? And, and then make it sound like it's. A terrible female name. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 Boaty. Yeah. Oh, Boaty, please make us some tea. What type of tea, Boaty? Tea boat. But everyone's just going to call it Boaty with Boatface, which is great. Yeah, of I bet like, even the people the on the boat are yeah. going to call it Boaty Boatface. <laughs> I don't think they will. It's Go like, on. oh, I'm aboard Boaty with Boatface, like because everyone knows what that will be referring to. <laughs> Although I, I don't think really. The crew on a boat <laughs> refer to it by its proper name in virtually any case. Hmm. HMS boat face. You just you just refer to it as the boat, <laughs> the thing that I'm on. It's like you don't read out its full name every time. I guess not. But you might do when you're meeting new people, right? So, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a an engineer on boat boat face. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's not what that's called any longer. <laughs> I'm one of David Attenborough's engineers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's much funnier. Oh, so you do a lot of, lot of nature nature shows? No. Well, yes, technically. It's a research show. Doesn't get involved with nature shows? It might do. Might do, I suppose. If it's called the David Attenborough, I'm sure David Attenborough will get on it. <laughs> and, and, then, and then die. Because <laughs> he's well old. <laughs> he's old. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Yeah, let's hope he makes it to when they finish that boat. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. 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 Video games. They were well meant towards, meant towards David Attenborough there. Just, you know, no, he's the best. He's I hope he goes on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he yeah. keeps going forever. 
Who's going to die first? Is he older David than... Attenborough or the Queen? Or yeah, Forsyth. that is it. Oh, Bruce yeah. Forsyth is a stronger shell. Oh no, actually, Prince Philip is quite a pretty good shell. Yeah, Prince still. Philip. Yeah, because women usually live no, yeah. or, or, or live longer slightly. So, and he's bloody ancient, and he's clearly quite sort of dotty. He's had problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. and, and he's had quite a lot of health problems. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll get there. He's got problems. He's got problems. Oh, yes. We've had a good run out of him. <laughs> Apparently, Respawn... I, I can't, I can't uh, make a good racist joke out of No. You can't do it. Even well, that's probably for the best. what your podcast plan is. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Rob Racism. Rob Podcast. It's a classic. Hasn't been so much lately. No. <laughs> Maybe we got that all out in the, in the early I don't think we were ever actually, actually racist, no. right? Just... No. Just ignorant. <laughs> 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 yeah okay i'll take i'll take that <laughs> oh dear yeah respawn of of um titanfall fame presumably working on titanfall 2 most of the time but apparently they're making a star wars game third person they've just been announced mm. 13 13 mm. exactly yeah well I, I mean the concept art for that always looked really cool so i don't know if they'll go in that direction but it yeah so yeah that's that could be good i guess maybe just, mm, do you reckon that's incredibly early as in like the team is mostly done with Titanfall 2 at this point and they need well, like the concept guys to start work on something new and EA are like we're making Star Wars we're making Star Wars mm, mm. ready in 2020 we'll release 1313 in 2020 how about that <laughs> can you shut yeah. up about 1313 now it sounds pretty early days on it but why would they why why they announce things so early they don't did it get announced or did it get yeah well it's announced on the respawn blog yes the leak is true (laughs) no i didn't it didn't get leaked okay okay just got announced yeah so yeah because that was the the story about the cod trailer right Uh, it leaked Oh, right, dramatically right. like you know we we a lot of people knew about it before the trailer release and to the point where i think kotaku put a post up saying come on come on activision just you know post the trailer already <laughs> we know it's coming uh yeah did you see that um the um the infinite warfare trailer has, is the most disliked of any uh COD trailer that's ever been put up, as in it has a dramatic number of people pressing the dislike button. But but I'm, and you know again to the point where that uh, that in itself became newsworthy. Mm. And then a bit of me wondered, did the dislike button even exist when the other trailers came out? Probably not. I mean, like maybe l- l- the last few years worth, but the well, early ones. I guess it, I don't know if YouTube did any backporting on there, like. Would it have maybe been like anything less than two stars automatically became a dislike? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. They probably turned four and five stars into likes, I would have thought. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they reset everything. Maybe they did. That would have been quite a big step. I guess it was a big step to change the interface like that. I don't even remember the star system. I mean, YouTube's the only place with a, like, the only huge place with a deliberate dislike button, isn't it? Well, it doesn't face doesn't Facebook have one now? 
No, um, they've gotten these reactions, but I think yeah. one of them... Uh, they have yeah. things that can be interpreted as this, like... <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got, like, sad face or whatever, so you can say... So if someone says, oh, my dog died or whatever, you don't have to go, like... <laughs> and you, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you could go, like, oh, I'm sad about this. Or well, angry. That is quite or uh, ambiguous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that your dog died. Wait, yeah. wait, no, no, no. Yeah, but sad face could be just as ambiguous, because it could be, like... Christ more, basically. <laughs> yeah, you can troll <laughs> people with everything. That's yeah, true. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to be quite cynical to take that as a Christ more. <laughs> sure. Well, it depends what the rest of the post involved. True. Yeah. But just the sad face by itself, you can probably like just infer that that was probably the intention. That is pretty much Zach's go-to emotion recently. Especially for Seed Rocket League. Yeah. Well, goddammit, like, people just won't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just like, cry some more. <laughs> yeah, that was... I only said that that one time because it was... That one time? It's happened a few times. Well, well I, normally don't, I normally don't actually say it to the other team. Oh, I might right, say it yeah. in voice to you. Yeah, that's true. You do say it to me. Yeah, you don't necessarily. Yeah, I think you've typed it a couple of times to like our teammate when the, when yes, the teammate has been, a, has been a knob. But it was just that one game. That, well, it was two games because we coincidentally played the same people twice in a row in rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they couldn't score. And they were like, oh, get the fuck out of goal, you goalkeeper. And it's like, cry some more. If you can't put the goal, ball in our net, then maybe you suck. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe it's a legitimate strategy. <laughs> As we've always said. That is insanely stupid. Like, I understand people... It is insanely people, stupid. I understand people being... Well, some extent. I don't think it's... The, I think it's stupid, but I understand why people are like, you're, you're camping, you sniper bastard. Yeah. Stop camping. Which is stupid because it's a legitimate strategy. But, like, in a football game, though. not yeah. expecting people not to defend is so unbelievably like, stupid. There's, like, nothing people, to that game as well. <laughs> People will always complain about a frustrating tactic, no matter what it is. And for some reason in Rocket League, that frustrating tactic is being a goalkeeper. <laughs> or just defending at all. Yeah, yeah you kind of. I yeah. mean, that was what made that situation with that specific mat- those two matches even more funny, is how we scored several goals by just punting it from the other end of the pitch when, none of- when they were all too far up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe if you had someone more at the back. Yeah, then this <laughs> wouldn't be a problem, huh? Huh? See how well it's working for you, huh? Yeah. Chumps. <laughs> I, ch- yeah, other- I, 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 I challenge your challenge, you chump. Yeah. And the other thing that chump annoyed chump. me the other, another time when I was playing Rocket League recently was like, I still hate people who vote forfeit when there's like more than three minutes of the game left and you're not three yeah. goals down. It's like, come on! You can really turn around real fast. Yeah. Just because we accidentally let in two lucky goals right at the start of the game doesn't mean you can vote for it and then leave. No. In fact, work for it, yeah. Now I now I just have a blanket policy where if I see someone vote forfeit and there's more than two minutes left on the clock, I stay the whole game out of principle. Hey. <laughs> if they want to quit and take the penalty, fuck them. But I'm going to stay there the whole time and force them to stay if they don't want to take the penalty. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I, like, I still think... yeah. T- if it's the last thirty seconds, fine. Yeah, you know, like you can. But up till that point, it's still a really good chance you can turn it around. Yep, exactly. Just right, takes two moment moments of madness by the other team. Two free player goal rushes. Yep, exactly. And Zach uh, did one of his break specials. Sure. 
So I take it you guys have been playing Rocket League. <laughs> so we can move into what you've been playing. Yeah, yeah, well, we haven't actually been playing any any more than normal. I don't think I've got much to add this time. No, than, I mean, know. it's okay. not like we really technically have well, much actually, to add. Well, actually, we played hoops. hoops. Yeah, we did play hoops. That we, is technically... We, we can talk about hoops, yeah. Um, hoops is actually kind of cool. I quite like it. Cool. Um, it the the two-on-two basketball mode. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I, I don't know if we talked about it on on air, but you know, Zach was totally right that you know that it ended up being like the hoops have, um, they kind of have a have a net hanging like a sloped net ramp hanging from them that only yeah. affects the ball and not the cars. Um, oh, so you can't drive up the net, but but no, but the ball can. But right. that's not that's not actually a very easy way to score, right? So if you get the ball, like the lip of it, still has the lip of the hoop. We'll to do. deal with, like you that. can knock it away. Like it, it makes it a little bit much trickier than it than it sounds. Yeah, that slope tends to make things go vertically or backwards. It's yeah. like the, you don't go over the ramp into the net most of the time. No, without, you're, you're, without other hits, you're way more encouraged to to chip it in somehow or go along the wall. Yeah, dropping it in corners. Yeah, from the sides is easy enough. But the other thing that I predicted was also true, where it's like. You have to, you have to go for the tip off because otherwise you can just get scored on real easy. Because yeah. the ball flies up in the air at the start of the match, and if you just hit it straight, it goes straight in the net. Yeah. <laughs> much, much worse than the, the, the old kickoff goals used to be in rocket, in yeah, sure. regular football. It's so, fine. Yeah. It's fine when you realise that's how it works, though, right? Like once it, like the, the first couple of times it happens, you're like, oh right, no, then then you figure out how to actually do it and like properly, yeah, and quickly, and then it's like, ah, oh, it's not a problem anymore. I mean, it can still go wrong, but, you know, it's yeah. less of a problem. It's kind of annoying when it's two-on-two, two, though, because that does kind of... You then pretty much have to always have one person make... Make sure one person is going for it, but then if you both go for it, is that better or not? Sometimes it's better to try and sandwich it slightly further in the other direction, or is it better for the other guys to stay on the floor and go get boost? It's just mm. like... You actually have to... I guess that probably doesn't work as well with random people, because, you know, you actually have to commit... You got the old like traditional football style kickoff where no one goes for the ball, but it's still okay in the end. That's not going to happen in hoops. Yeah. <laughs> if no one goes for the ball, you're basically fucked. Yeah. But that's fine because like when we play it, it's only two on two, yeah. so we're talking to each other, and you know, generally everyone just goes for it anyway. Yeah. There's no real point in staying back necessarily. I mean, well, you, could, you could try and defend it if you got yourself sorted out. Well, getting boost fast could be useful yeah. if one of you didn't go for it and just backed up into the corner. Because the court's real small as well, so theoretically you'd be able to get boost even quicker. Mm. Yeah, but it's good fun. It's good fun mode. It's like I think it probably has a bit more longevity to it than the ice hockey. I know the ice hockey's fine too, but I think like you could go back into this. Or it's, I think this has more potential to have, you know, Maybe a specialisation, like players could become hoops players, right? You know, we'll yeah. have hoops teams. Maybe. So it's cool. Good job. Coolio. Good job, Psionics. Great Good job. job. Was, so, um, did you yeah. know Psionics were working on another game that got cancelled? Like, I think it was Nozgoth or something. Really? Like, I mean, supposedly they made basically Rocket yeah, League before, right? And, yes, uh, yes, and they had. It was called, um, okay, let me try and remember what it was called. Super Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just not good enough, quite. Well, it was 
okay, but it didn't have the perhaps the physics weren't tight. I mean, I mean, we never played it, obviously, but maybe the yeah. physics weren't tight enough. They went down the like the goofy arena thing, you know, straight from the off. But it was effect- effectively still a car football game. But you know, they didn't necessarily call it that or make the game slanted in that way. The success came when they made it a straight up football game mm. <laughs> with cars and free. And free on PSN, yeah. <laughs> to get the word out, I guess. Yeah, so, you know, whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. But yeah, they, they apparently were working on another game that was in development hell for a very long time. And uh, they eventually got Ken. And this has all been sort of happening. No one cares, because they've got Rocket League. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose they made enough money out of Rocket League to like fund several games if they wanted to. Just keep improving Rocket League for now. Yeah. <laughs> Adding modes and shit. It's pretty cool. So what else you've been playing? Fellas? Yeah, what you've been playing? Who should <laughs> why don't you go first, Egg? Well, uh I played some more Factorio, of course. Yeah. That continued. Not the whole time not as not as continued as it could have done because I, I reached the point like I suspected I would in that factory where I was seriously considering slapping over again because I boxed myself in too much and there comes a point where it's like you don't want to spend the time to demolish half a factory just to move it like ten squares further across, yeah, right. even with blueprints and automation and stuff where you can copy paste it almost. It's just like oh, this is such a hassle, and it's just like things where you think you've planned ahead but you haven't quite planned ahead like i laid out my train station so it could accept all the different kinds of ore and then i had a nice space that i left for the smelting and it's like no i didn't quite leave enough space for the smelting fuck (laughs) (laughs) need more throughput so yeah i sort of semi-continued with that but didn't really play it all that much and I'm still waiting for the potential to go back into multiplayer again on that. So it's like, sure. I, in some ways, I've kind of stopped in order to not <laughs> overdo it. <laughs> Did you get much further in Modland? No, it was just that same mod, the ridiculous, like every, all the extra minerals and stuff mod. The complexity mod. Yes. And there's been some news posts <laughs> about the the next actual patch that's coming up, which is. It seems like the last two or three news posts about or major news posts about and stuff that they're adding in the next patch have basically been the devs post the news post the community shits on the idea and then the devs retract it <laughs> that seems to have happened several times over the last few major like adjustments hmm. like the most recent one that is undecided whether everyone has shit on it enough for it to be retracted is like they're making a new type of inserter arm that can like scoop up multiple items at once so it like picks up like twelve or something and does them all in one go. But in conjunction with making that, they also get want to get rid of the old research bonus for which made all inserters basically got a bonus to stack size that you could research, but it only applies for when they're moving between chests or between machines. Right. Like not onto or off of belts, which is what these new inserters do. They can scoop off of belts. Okay. So and then, like everyone's 
pissed about that because it's like this is going to completely fuck with how my factory is laid out because I need the throughput of uh, the arm inserting directly from but, one machine to another. But that's not the point, right? Like while the game's in early access, that is not a like they they yeah, they could be making a better game. Where the state of someone's <laughs> existing game, but it's not shouldn't be a concern to. Yeah, but it is because it's not that the, they think it's just that it's fucking with them. They think it's making the game not as interesting to play. And also, it seems like they're eliminating... Should they need to see that in action before making that judgment? Well, I don't know. You can infer quite a lot from just the ideas of not having the stack size bonus on these things and only having them. It's like basically sure, what people are saying. want to try it. The devs should be allowed to try it, right? I, I'm kind of against this this attitude. To some degree. Yeah, you can have your opinion in that, but I still think the devs should do it. Whether they, If they want to do it, just do it. Like, I, this is the whole... <laughs> we're in danger of touching upon that censorship argument here in some degree and it's like yeah they're listening to the community that's fine but I don't know man I, that's kind of irritating well, it's just the whole concept of it is it's the same reason they kind of walked back from the idea of the train loading mechanism where they were going to have a special thing that wasn't really a grabby arm that just dumps stuff directly into a train it's like the the idea of and then onto belts and stuff but the, the idea of why the community wasn't happy with it is basically because at a certain point it's reducing complexity it's like it's solving a problem but it's solving a bunch of other problems that is not necessarily the problem it's trying to solve at the same time where it's like this new inserter you might end up because at the moment basically at a certain point every inserter in your factory you just make a fast inserter because they're fast mm. <laughs> And that's a problem because at a certain point that's reducing complexity because you're not using any other options. And then this new insert comes along and that's basically going to become the new fast inserter. Every inserter will be that inserter because it's got the stack size bonus that you need for the speed. It depends if that's not the problem they're trying to address, right? I don't necessarily have a problem with that if the resource requirement for something better is high. Well, right? You've got to make it so it's actually reasonably difficult to upgrade them all. That, or at least at first. I mean, that's sort of... I so mean, it can be a goal, right? So like a goal to upgrade them all to something better. Cause, sure. Because that's kind of how it works in reality, right? We could get the better... <laughs> the bigger, digger arm <laughs> yes, or whatever. Exactly. I mean, one of the suggestions that was posted... We, we can on actually them. buy a JCB rather than a sit-on lawnmower. <laughs> you know, I don't those don't do the same thing. <laughs> well, it depends if you're trying to plough a field. <laughs> With a lawnmower, you have trouble. Or a JCB, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't quite afford a, a giant trailer. I mean, one, one of the suggestions that was posted on the community forum about this arm, uh, grabber arm situation is that they should make them like the other machines where there's upgrades for the individual machines that allow them to do better things, but then they also have slots for upgrade modules where you can increase an individual machine's specific upgrades. Sure. So if you made the gravi- grabbing arms so you could have, like, they all upgrade to a certain point of, like, the fast inserter, but then the fast inserter has slots for, like, this one can handle larger stacks, but only this specific one, and you have to build that module and insert it into the arm and all, all that stuff. Make it like a modular system. Mm. So you don't have to commit to like eliminating other options without, you know, compressing everything down into one arm. You can still compress everything down into one arm, but then that one arm becomes all the other arms. Yeah, I'm not saying that's a bad idea, but I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying I'm not necessarily comfortable with the way that 
devs in the community are handling it. I don't know. I'm just like annoyed that they got they getting rid of the end game. I mean, not getting rid of it never existed. They've had a concept about the space platform where they were going to make the end game a thing, mm. but it's not going to happen before at least until after release, right? That's so it's going to have the Minecraft problem, right? That there's not. Actually, did Minecraft have the dragon when it went version one or whatever? I think it probably did. All right, then that's fine then. Yeah. But it's just like, I mean, Factorio does technically have an ending. You launch the rocket and building the rocket takes a shit ton of resources. Okay. It's like, that's technically an ending. It's just not very satisfying because it's just like, you just pour a bunch of resources into this building and then a rocket goes. Better satisfying as Plague Civ 5. <laughs> yes. It doesn't create new problems is basically what I'm saying. Mm. It's like, you're not, you're basically very slightly modifying your factory that already exists to create the rocket and then it goes. Rather than the whole idea of the space platform where it's it's created a space platform which has like a very limited area to work with and then that's like a new puzzle essentially. I think I think that might be the crux of my problem with some of this. <laughs> that the concept of creating new problems is is kind of what DLC is for for a game that already exists, right? It's like they're, they're, they have a slight problem. They're talking to a community that I guess has always been, has been in the game since the start and are hungry for more, yeah. not necessarily how to refine what exists. And it's like, that's a different thing. Like early access should be about the refinement, not necessarily about the, what you would now call a DLC. Well, I mean, that's why there's those ridiculous mods thing. But like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, if you can put it in the game, if you can put the DLC style stuff in the game as well, that can only be a good thing, right? Yeah. But it's like, that to me feels like where this is wrong. Well, right? I think the problem the with community it is... is shouting for, give us more content because we've, we've done what we've, you've given us. Well, yeah. And it's like, rather than, no, early access is about making the game better. Yeah, but I think the problem. Not bigger, necessarily. I think the problem is that, the, like, because it's a small team, they've been in early access so long, everyone's played it a bunch. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying that isn't what people want. I'm just saying that's not necessarily what the process is for. I mean, that's why that's why those mods exist, is because like the dev team can't keep up with how much people are playing it, so the mods come on to add extra sure. com- complexities. That yeah, it's yeah. like at some point you just like hope that they'll. Well, I mean, they said they're probably going to implement Steam Workshop, so that will at least make it simplify it, yeah. simplify getting mods in there if they're not necessarily going to do the cur- like Kerbal method of just taking mods and actually putting them in the game proper. <laughs> Kerbal updated as well. And I think they upgraded to like a a 64-bit version or whatever of the okay. Unity, new Unity engine. Sweet. Does it? Supposedly does it... runs better, but I haven't tried it. So okay. <laughs> does this mean we can get the uh, Black Lotus? <laughs> yes, we see if the Black Lotus can record at more than a couple of frames per second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't play that. Can we even build that thing bigger now? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I didn't play that, but I did play Eve for a moment. What? It's Eve birthday. So oh, I was right. like, oh, they're doing deals so I can get in cheap for a month and Fair just enough. pop back in and see what's up. The first thing I did, though, when I went back in, apart from working out where the fuck I was and working out where I had to fly to in order to actually do anything, because <laughs> I was in the middle of nowhere and I was like, why am I even here? But once I started that off, while I was flying, I decided to try that stupid the science project thing that they put in Eve that I talked about before, I think. That they put in the citizen science where it's like cell Hello. analysis. Yes. Yeah. Sort of like the SETI did mm. at some point. I tried that out. 
try doing some cell analysis. And I don't get that really. Basically, like mechanically, or what it gains you, or well, no, I mean it's fine overall. I I just seem really bad at it for some reason. No, because it has like an accuracy rating where you're like you're the you know if you're better at it, you get more rewards. I guess as far as I can tell. But like for some reason, I'm I'm really bad at it, and I think it's just like it's it's an impossible problem to solve because what they're trying to do is they're giving you a completely unknown thing and then telling you to analyze it. And then obviously they have like set examples where it's like, we already know the answer to this. So this is how we determine how good you are at it by showing you this thing and seeing if you get it right. Yeah. But, at a certain but there's a chance the thing might not have a solution or. Well, but at a certain point when you're looking at, a, looking at just like an image and they have like the things you have to select and each of those things shows you examples where it's like, this is what this might look like. Okay. Yeah. Those examples can't cover the act like they're not actually going to cover exactly how this image looks because this image isn't going to look like that every time because that's the whole point (laughs) you're meant to be analyzing the image and but the trouble is i don't think on some of these examples i don't think they give you enough clue that there might be more leeway than you think like a lot of the times i'll I'll not select something and it'll be there, but I'm like, that's barely there in that image. Mm. Like, I don't, it's like, I didn't see that because it's not a strong enough signature. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll see something that I think is one thing and it's not because it's not, the examples don't precisely describe it sufficiently. But maybe that's the point. Maybe what you're actually doing is the experiment, you know? <laughs> Who knows, like, really? I mean, they want to, the reward system might be, this could all be part of it, the experiment, right? The reward system is to try and encourage you to get it right, but maybe they're throwing, well, I don't know, because it's cheekily throwing you examples where it's like, okay, this is, this one's actually really hard. And that's the point of the experiment. I guess that the, in order for that to be the point of the experiment, they can't tell you. Well, but it seems (laughs) like what they're trying to do is weed out the, like, is, is to get, because you're getting these examples where the the answer is already known. Mm. I think the idea is that you're meant to do those to increase your accuracy rating before they give you the totally unknown ones. Sure. Okay. So if I'm not even able to correctly identify the ones where they already know the answer, it's like, how how is anyone? <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. So, right, they're trying to make you better than the computers. But I don't think the examples they've given in like can teach tell you, you well enough life. about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds that's uh, that sounds less of like a psychological experiment than I was. <laughs> yes, I don't think inferring. it's a psychological Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool if it was. <laughs> and also, I think maybe another problem of it is they didn't like in the tutorial, which is even more restricted than the example ones that they're giving me now, the tutorial ones are like super restricted to, to like here's one of two options, but one of them is really obvious. <laughs> Okay. One of them is really obviously the right answer. It's like, that's not really teaching anything. They didn't yeah. give you enough tutorials of all the different options there could be. They didn't play the witness. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they didn't learn how to tutorialize with no tutorial. Mm. So I messed around with that for a while and, and made some money, I guess. And also some cool. research credits, which I have no idea how you would, how you redeem them. Presumably you have to go to a specific Sisters of Eve station because I haven't been to any of them lately. Mm. <laughs> well, I haven't got credits the money's going into my wallet the credits are staying in this window so I don't know what to do with them you've got a really big update coming soon 
It's just happened with mm. the co- coincide with the birthday, I guess. Right. They put in like giant player stations, basically. Oh yes, I know. I heard about that. Yeah. That is, that, yeah, I did hear. And there's a race to build the first of the biggest big ones. Of course there is. Because yeah. that one will get a special skin, and if it ever blows up, there'll be a permanent monument with the name of the corporation and all that bullshit. Nice. Cool. If it ever blows if up. It, if, if it ever blows up, yes. Which it might, well, because it seems well, like yes. a massive target, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. Didn't the cores all change names as well at some point? Like, they're not Goon Swarm anymore. Yeah, like, Goon Swarm is else. on the down, right? And now there's like a Splinter Goon Swarm or something. Well, they, they, all, they just... always had Splinter Goon Swarms just because they were so big they needed multiple <laughs> Splinters to handle that many people. <laughs> right. <laughs> they needed to form a hierarchy of subcores. Yes, exactly. Divisions. Yes. Not the division, but... Division. And there was also, a, you know, this patch also came with a big lump of other stuff, you know, rebalancing modules and all the usual stuff that happens in e-patches. Sure. And also there was a new launcher, so you could multi-box easier. It actually legitimately lets you have, like, multiple accounts linked to the one launcher window, and then you just click oh, on cool. each of the account names to launch a separate evil instance. Oh, so you can actually multitask it? Yeah. Like, have multiple instances of the game? I mean, you could, you could do that before, but, but it was much a- more of a hassle. Sure. You don't have to break it. Effectively yeah. get it to work. Okay. No. Although I couldn't get that new launcher to work because because of the way I've had to reroute the path into the Eve files because I didn't want it storing the files on C, which mm. it does by default. And I was like, fuck that. And there's no way to... It's not an install directory. It's like a... It's like the files it downloads off the server it by default puts into a hidden app data file in C yeah, right, okay, or yeah, some yeah. shit. And I was like, well, fuck that. Because that file is like 10 gigs. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have that much space on my C partition. <laughs> That's for Windows. <laughs> so I had to use a stupid, like, I had to use a hard link to trick Windows into oh, wow. yeah. thinking it's in a different place. Awkward. A junction a or pa- something. Yeah, a junction. Yeah. Which is a pain in the ass, but it worked. But the new launcher is not compatible with that. It doesn't recognize the hard link and it goes, can't find the files and then just doesn't launch the game. Oh, wow. Is that even possible? I have no idea why it does it. Huh. It really sucked. But luckily the old launcher still works, so you can choose which one you want. Basically the old launcher is for technically it's for Windows XP. Oh, yeah, I see. But it will still work on on ten. Yeah, yeah. On newer systems. Seven on ten, yeah. So it's alright. Huh. So they're still they're keeping that alive. Are XP they're keeping that alive for XP users. Well, XP users on Shader Model 3, they got rid of Shader Model 2 a while ago, mm. and that pissed a bunch of people off, of course. <laughs> that's really surprising that they're bothering with that. Like, hasn't everyone moved to 7 yet? You really should. <laughs> Not everyone likes 7 or 10. You don't, you don't have much choice. Can't stay on XP. Oh boy! Right, no. you totally could. No, you don't really, do that. Yeah, you really shouldn't. Uh, not recommended by the Saturncast. Windows XP. Ten is fine, Zag. Ten, ten is absolutely fine. Although I would probably install it clean if you're going to move. Yeah. Oh, you're running out of time though for the free upgrade, right? It's like July, so yeah. otherwise it'll cost like a hundred and ten dollars, or what's that like eighty yeah. quid, probably normal OS price, but yeah. yeah. Uh, is it that for the pro version? No. Oh, I, I no, I don't know. I don't know. I so if I do it again, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get pro this time because I want Hyper V. And... 
because you want non bullshit. Like it was the, the stuff same... missing from the stuff missing from ten home that wasn't missing from seven home, <laughs> and there was already and stuff the, missing from seven home. That was yeah, like, Jesus Christ, and that's a bit of a. It's a bit, yeah, it's 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 irritating. So, yeah. Like yeah, Hyper B and was whatever Microsoft's virtual PC thing that was kind of baked into seven was yeah, or you know you could get four seven or language facts. Very <laughs> language facts worked just fine. I think there was I think it was like with I think seven home you couldn't have some of the like non Unicode language facts like Japanese or something or one of the different Chinese ones they weren't in home by default. It was just like that's weird. Here we go. Uh, yeah, so, Japanese, Japanese is very rarely installed by <laughs> default. Well, I like, didn't mean maybe installed. Now, I meant like yeah. enabled, uh, but yeah. you can get it. Oh, so cool. after July 29th, Home will be 99 pounds, and Pro will be 130 pounds. Yeah, that doesn't sound that is expensive for Windows, <laughs> but you know that, that is way more expensive than Seven was to get hold of, yeah. like a new copy. Mm. It might cost me sixty quid. I think when I when I picked it up for this machine. Yeah, maybe OEM will be cheaper or whatever. You know. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get a new license and do it properly for the next machine. Like, yeah. So I want, I want Pro. I want me Pro. Get your Pro. Do we know when that new Nvidia card's coming out? That one is it. flagship, so that might not be the one to get because it might be like a tighter well, replacement or something. Oh, I don't oh, know. Right, it's not okay. that ridiculous, but uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be time shortly. I think that Intel thing, you know, there will be new processors as well. So I remember reading something in rock, paper, shotgun where they're like, well, you always kind of have to want to wait for the newest stuff, but this year, like you probably should wait. <laughs> you really, really like should yeah. wait for a bit. Significant yeah. differences. Yeah. Yes. Can't, although, just, can't Pent- just take one of these new processors and slap it on your old motherboard any longer. Yeah, although both Pentium and NVIDIA have had versions where they do which well, either the tick or the talk, whichever one it is. The tick, I guess. Um, yeah. Where that hasn't worked out so great for them. I yeah. had an 8800, remember? And that was a terrible crap show of driver problems mm-hmm. yeah. um, when that thing launched. Um, it was a powerful card, but boy, the driver support was bad mm. uh, for a long time. Um, and you know, you know, I think Pentium have had some history of like when they first do a new style of chip, that those chips aren't so great. Intel, um, you mean? Pentium hasn't has been retired. Sorry, years, yeah. yeah, but yeah, um, um, but yeah, yeah. It's the, my i seven chips are just fine, but they do run very hot <laughs> and always have done. So you know, there, there was there's always a downside, <laughs> like almost always a downside to the latest and greatest, and then they refine it. Um, I have to say, in terms of GPUs, this 970 that I've got is like a ridiculous sweet point uh, spot of like, it's mm. just really great. <laughs> and it wasn't that expensive. You know, it's, you know, it just seems to eat stuff up pretty much. Yeah, the 70s are always a, 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 a or it used to be the 60s were a good spot to go in, but now that seems to be the 70s yeah. seems to be that, that nice, nice one. But they do, they do lag behind. Like the seventies don't come out for some time, or the you know the, mm. sometimes the lesser versions don't come out for quite some time after the the, you know, the top the, end, the, yeah, the pro version. <laughs> so it says Nvidia's GTX 1080 is fi- faster than the Titan X. So that's wow. like okay. the, I guess that's a replacement for the 980. 
So maybe there'll be a nine, a ten seventy. <laughs> That'll be cheaper. Well, as long as the price of the ten eighty matches whatever the nine eighty Ti price is right now, yeah, then that's fine, right? They yeah. can't because that thing's like six hundred quid on its the nine eighty Ti. I think, yeah, might not be that much anymore. So maybe the, this announcement will drive down prices, so then the new one will come out at a, you know. I was about to say reasonable price, but graphics cards are never that reasonable. <laughs> so the ten seventy is June tenth. Okay. So the, the okay. ten eighty is, is May twenty seventh for five hundred ninety nine US dollars. Um mm-hmm. and uh the ten seventy is June tenth for three hundred and seventy nine US dollars. Wow. Okay, so that's not far at all, and that's no. a reasonable price bracket. So the 1070 is also faster than the Titan X. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So the, te- the 1070 is going to be the the card, obviously. That's a jump. I mean, <laughs> I know they were saying that they've come up with some stuff that is going to cause big jumps for their yeah. future performance, but that's a big jump. Yeah. I think that will be the card, unless the unless AMD's stuff is somehow amazinger, but I doubt it. Amazinger. <laughs> amazinger. <laughs> is that like a... a- <laughs> A really tasty bit of KFC. Yeah, and an, an amazing. So there's one more thing I played. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you play? I was convinced, sort of, sort of, except not really. Sort of. <laughs> I never convinced you of everything. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't you. <laughs> I was sort of convinced to try the Overwatch beta. Now that it's uh, I knew it. Right. Okay. I need to. I need to know this. Steady yourself for the complaints. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. So, oh, I've got, got a nice ass screw going here. How yeah. Many? Get a cup of tea, maybe for the for the. <laughs> well, basically, complaints. I don't know what everyone's fucking shit themselves about. It's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There it is, folks. You can all relax now. Is that it? But well, no, I can go into a lot more detail because I probably please should. do, please do. <laughs> well. Uh, the first thing to say about it, which is the thing that automatically just makes me think that there's not really any point in buying it, is... <laughs> That's quite a significant <laughs> <deal. Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> it, It's coming out on PC slightly cheaper than full price. It's only 30 quid on PC. All right. Console good. versions are more expensive. But at launch... Because, yeah. At launch, it's... Well, in the beta and at launch, because it says in the fact where it's like, how many maps are there going to be? There's 12. Well, that's okay. And they're minuscule. No. <laughs> they're like, basically, I mean, there's going to be a lot of comparisons to Team Fortress, but imagine a Team Fortress King of the Hill map. Mm. They're smaller than that. <laughs> or they feel smaller than that. They're probably technically about the same length. It's just no. that they're much more enclosed and like sight lines onto the point are almost non-existent. So you're basically fighting in like this 10 foot square that is the point. <laughs> Most of the time. I guess the, yeah, the, what do you call it, the, the TF2 design has the uh, benefit of being, you know, the levels, because of the nature of the game types, have to be quite big. Yeah. And, like, the payload equivalent in Overwatch feels like, feels like maybe a payload race style length, like one third of a regular payload map. <laughs> They're not very long. And also not very complicated either. And a lot, the payload is fucking gigantic also. It, like, you're driving it down a regular street and it's taking up the entire street and it makes it very difficult to fight around it because you can't see anything because it gets completely in the way. (laughs) 
So yeah, I mean, it's like it's fine, but it's not amazing. Will you get convinced to purchase it by this other person? Do they are they into it? They might be. Like, are you just the weird outlier in Overwatch world? They might be, but I f- it's still only one person. Sure. So that might not still be enough convincing. How long's the beta running? Do I need to try it? It's in a my... couple more days, I think. Mm. It's not very big. It's only like six gigs. Mm. So you did it pretty quick. <laughs> but yeah, and also like I don't. I'm not that much of a fan of the character design or anything. I don't think it's that great either. That's cool. And also, it's just like it's a it's it's a thing that I like. I wouldn't have thought was such a. You could talk about TF2. You talk about the classic thing right at launch, where it's like, oh, the character outlines are very distinct, and it makes you know all the characters have this precise way you can determine which character it is just from looking at it at a distance. And it's like that was a psychological thing that was just like, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, at a psychological level, that does work, but you don't notice it. Yes, it's it's sort of true, but yeah, it's not necessarily the selling point, I don't know. But in this game, I just like I barely know who I'm shooting at most of the time apart from the big dudes because they're big enough that you can tell. Right. right. <laughs> when it's a normal human-sized person, virtually impossible to tell them apart at any range. And also because like most of the time they like they've got a red highlight on them because they're enemies and they're like they're blurred and there's particle effects going everywhere. And it's like, can't tell what the fuck I'm shooting at, it's moving so I'm shooting it. <laughs> and all <laughs> and I mean part of that I think Does is, that really matter? Like just move and shoot at it. Like I think part of that is just because like the character designs it's like, if they're not an actual robot, then they always have robotic limbs. And it's just a mess. It's just a mess of, like, jagged robotic limbs and, like, extra glowy bits for no reason. And it's just like, I, you know, it's not very visually distinct between anything. And the backgrounds are all, like, the same colours as the people. And <laughs> I just don't find it to be, like, that much of an amazing art aesthetic overall. Hmm. I mean, it's nice. It's quite colourful, which is nice, I guess. It's not Team Fortress where you're in like brown canyons all the time. <laughs> I mean, that was fine in Team Fortress. Oh uh, yes, because you can see the uh, the the red and the blue against it. Yeah, not too bad. Exactly. And then uh, you know, there's the heroes and the abilities, and that wasn't as, as much of a problem for me as I thought it would be. Except, <laughs> except the reason it's not so much of a problem is because like seventy five percent of those characters, no one ever plays. <laughs> Right. So you don't actually have to learn 16 or 20 characters. You only have to learn, like, six. <laughs> the ones people care about. Weird. What do you think that is? Is it? Did you try the ones that people don't play as? Well, or? I tried them all in, like, not in games. I tried them in the training zone to see what the abilities were, because I was sure. like, I'm going to have to know all this, because, you know, you want to know what the abilities are that hit so you. you sort of approached it in a Dota way. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I probably want them to... But a lot of them are, like, not actually that unusual, even. The tr- I mean, I've seen people complaining about how basically 90% of the ultimate, like their ultimate abilities, are basically just push button, everyone in the facility dies. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you don't really have to. Sort of like area of effect, smart bomb type thing. I mean, yeah. yeah, sort of. I mean, there's one that's very literally that. There's one which is more like a line in front of you dies. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> it's just like, those aren't very imaginative in a lot of cases, I don't think. They don't. They don't feel very ultimate. Exactly. It's are they like? like a, what a about the ones that are they the ones that combine two different characters' abilities into one one smart bomb attack? Right, where one guy you have no, to shoot at the same time or something. 
I thought there was. Oh, okay. I thought I'd seen that. Oh well, maybe that's like combining ultra attacks for ultra mega well, attacks. Maybe that's, or yeah, I mean, maybe there's tactical ways you can do it, but I don't think it's like automatic. Or it's a feature. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the, I mean, the support characters are where it gets slightly more differentiated because they have support ultimates that aren't just kill everyone <laughs> type moves. It's like, ah, oh, this one gives you a, basically an uber charge, essentially. It's quite a lot like T-Fortress. <laughs> in fact, it's like, there's some bits which are like so much like T-Fortress, you feel like this is Blizzard just getting back for Dota 2. <laughs> Where they're like, you stop laughing, so we're going to steal all your, all your things. In some, in some respects, they're almost, this is, they're within their rights as, this time to do that, as well, because TF2 is old. Yeah, right? I guess. Like, whereas Dota was still, well, I guess when Dota 2 came out, like, yeah, Dota had always just been the mod, right? But it's like, you've got, you've got one snipe, one of the sniper character uses a bow. Mm-hmm. The, the other sniper character, when you scope, it charges up the shot to 100% over time. Okay, sure. <laughs> you've got the equivalent of the overcharge on, on one of the medics. You've got a medic with a medic beam. Which is the other medic? Right. The, so you, the, one, the other medic can't do both. Well, the the uber charge the uh, uber charge style medic ha- is basically he doesn't target medic. He has like error effect medic, mm. so it's less powerful, but it can hit everyone in the vicinity. So it's the same game, but they're just dropping loadouts for base abilities. Yeah, effectively, and not like not enough uh, like even does, does, is that in theory supposed to make like the style of play of a medic different because like you could argue that that actually that is what tf a problem of tf2 well that's why that, I... you know you could see one guy from afar and it's like is he a bow or a rifle sniper oh i you know. sort of i guess i mean that's why i was playing mainly the air of the medic because then you don't have to worry about the medic theme i mean the air of effect medic's actual gun sucks <laughs> So you're basically just spamming and hoping to hit things, but I mean, it's something that's not shooting a medic beam at a guy all the time. Yes, yeah. You can still do stuff. Yeah. I still quite like medic gameplay in TF2 with the beam. You know. It did get a little tedious at times. Yeah, it's not the most fun way to play that game. I mean, it's effective, that's the trouble. It's effective. You get a fuck ton of points. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you do. But yeah, I mean, like. It's a lot like Team Fortress, and it it like it works fine. There's just not any content, even with the relatively <coughs> large number of characters, which I thought was going to be a problem because no one plays as most of them, and it feels like most of them aren't that like the ones no one plays at. You can see why <laughs> if you try them. You're like, yeah, this is weird and difficult. Why wouldn't I just play this easier character that can get kills all the time? But then, if you play the weird and difficult character and master it. Does that work out beneficial? I mean, maybe at some point. Some of the abilities just feel so, like, like minuscule in their effect that you're like, why am I even doing this? Like, there's the, one, of the, <laughs> one of the support characters can... It's clearly a support character that's not meant to be... Well, it's, it's sort of a spin-off of the Engineer. There's literally... A, a duplicate of the engineer who builds a turret and hits it with mallet and yep. it upgrades. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that's the engineer. But there's this other support character that's like, sort of like that, except you create mini turrets where they have a lot less help, but you can create tons of them all over the place and like stick them to walls and stuff. And it's kind of cool. You can like hide them basically is the idea. 
because they have such low health. Okay, yeah. And that's the character, their ultimate is to basically build a teleporter. <laughs> oh, that's their ultimate. <laughs> so that's, that's their ultimate ability. Isn't that but like the like little sentry character... turret things or whatever? What are they with for the battle? The mini sentries, I yeah, guess. Sentries, sort of. yeah. But then that character has one, what their, their other ability, like the fast recharging ability, I guess you'd say, like their quick ability, mm. is to give people shields. But it gives them like, let's say a tenth of a normal person's health bars of shields. It's like one bar of health's worth right. of shields. And you can only do it once per life of that person. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, that's quite is freak. that really, yeah. <laughs> like, that seems like nothing. That's where you balanced it. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds bizarre. And it, it's like, at that point, it doesn't feel worth doing. Yeah. It's like, I'm wasting my time to look at you and <laughs> reject the shield onto you. But it's like, so, I mean, technically... looking at things like the soldier's abilities, like, you know, the conch or whatever, and thinking that's not a great buff, or the buff banner even. <sighs> like, is that is that really that much of a buff? Well, and that this is just that. I mean, technically, that the buff banner can be effective, but that requires more coordination. This is like a solo thing because you're putting it on someone and they don't have to do anything, it, I guess. They don't have to stay near you no, to get that. You're just, uh, okay. you're just passing yeah. it off onto them and then they go. But it's like, it feels like... It feels like you're can you, not... Can you stack it? Like, just keep no, it? It's like, life. literally, you can only do it once per life of that character. Hmm. And even if they lose that shield, you can't put it back on them. It just tracks it and tracks that they've had it. Right. Oh, right. Oh, right. So it's not you can't do it once per your life. It's that you can only attach it to... To that person once on that's, their life. That seems weirdly really weird. overcomplicated. Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand why they chose to do that. And then there's other abilities where like one of the other heavier classes has a shield that they can put around themselves or an ally... And when shots hit that shield, it powers up their weapon slightly. Ooh, interesting. But that shield lasts literally like a second. So it's like, it's such an incredibly tiny window and it's got a recharge time of several seconds because it's like a skill. Yeah. It's like such a tiny window to get that damage absorbed damage bonus effect. It feels really like you're not going to remember to do it. <laughs> or you're going to try and save it too much. Depends where you're going to be like, when, when is the major attack going to hit me? When are all these bullets about to start flying? <laughs> I can see that one being a bit more useful. Yeah, I can see that being, like, you know, you wait. Or if, like, you're kind of, if you're using it on a heavy-style character, say, you know, it's like suddenly when you notice all the fire is being drawn towards them, fire it for a bit, and it might let them. Well, yeah, but one second of it. Yeah, but it benefits you. Yeah, I guess. right. You do it. You, you do it like you do all shooter games. You do it selfishly. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is the other problem with like the classic team coordination problems. It's like if people aren't if people aren't going to the fucking point, you don't win. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Does it rely way more on that? Do you think than TF two, or is it just like? Well, it's because it's six. So, so what are the team dynamics? I don't. I, I'm not. You know, I know. Actually, know quite little about this. Like, so is it like how big are the teams? Well, it's, like, it's six on six. Okay, so it's reasonable size. Yeah. Well, it's it's size to the size of the levels. I guess you could say you wouldn't want more people than that in those tiny ass levels. Sure. Yeah. But it's like the thing that I think thought was weird about it is like the survivability is quite low. Because I thought if they were going for a MOBA-style thing, you'd have, like, quite a lot of health to give you a chance to push in and retreat. and like Yeah, it's not just going to be, like, a single shot, single kill. But it really isn't. It's like you can almost get one shot, especially by the snipers. 
if they headshot you. I mean, mm. obviously, I mean, that's how snipers work, I suppose, but <laughs> it wouldn't be very satisfying to be a sniper if that wasn't the case. I guess. I guess. But yeah, even the heavies don't. Uh, like you uh, initially, you're like, "Oh shit, here's a heavy," and look at his health bar; it's got a fuck ton of health. But you can grind that down pretty quick, even as just a, like a regular soldier class. But then tier two is pretty. I mean, yeah, sure, but then like you can you can be killed pretty quick in that. When you're not, not like six... Call of Duty, though, is it? Like in terms, oh of no, no, it's not like two, yeah. two bullets no. will do it. Yeah, but when you're in the six six on six dynamic, where you sort of do have to have team coordination to make a push and that kind of thing. The fact that people die so quick. The trouble is that, like, well, I guess it's just the trouble with people not knowing what the fuck they're doing at a certain point. Is that, like, there's no point just pushing in by yourself. You just die. <laughs> you have to have, and like, if if you've made a push and like four out of your six of your team have died, there's no point in the other two people pushing. Just retreat. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's quicker for them, right? Is it like to die and then start again? I guess, or? but you're not making any like benefit to your team in fact in some cases you might be making a negative because you might be powering up the other team sure that's a a good point so is there any of that sort of from MOBAs like you know levels and experience no there's no like leveling up at all during matches or afterwards I mean you have a level on your account but that's just for like Unlocks, I, I was wondering if they borrowed that for Monday Night Combat, for instance, you know, like, yeah, or you've got enough no, to upgrade your abilities as you, you go. You don't, yeah, nothing changes during the match. I mean, I suppose that makes sense because you're, you're encouraged to swap characters as you go, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing that's like sort of weirdly annoying. Like, I mean, obviously, that's another thing that people don't get. Is the it's idea of switching switch. characters yeah, a like, lot? Oh, we're misbalanced here. Let's we need to switch to adjust. And... But the thing is, like at the start of the game, where you're doing your initial team selection, it has a little list at the side of the character list that tells you like how balanced your team is. Where it would be like, there's no tanks, there's no snipers, okay. or you've got too many okay. snipers, or stuff like that. Mm. So, like in that initial phase, you're like, okay, let's make a nice balanced team, more or less. <coughs> but then, but then that doesn't stay that, that way. Well, or... no, it, it's like that's like encouraging you to not change characters. I guess. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I've, we've made this balance team because we had a moment to think about it at the start of the game before anything was happening. But then if that team isn't working, then is that your cue to change? Or do you, is it, is it not a problem with the balance of the team or is it just a problem with the players? Yeah. Is there, <laughs> is there enough of a need for, say, I guess, are they trying to encourage you to say, okay, you're the tank for this game? do you swap just between other tanks? Like oh, maybe this yeah. particular tank is mismatched against their sniper right now, or yeah, maybe. are certain... Is, the, is, the, is that how the rock, paper, scissors works, right? Like, you know, that certain different types of tank are weak against certain different types of the other class types, I don't know. Mm, maybe. There was one game where... Is it Pokemon? I don't think it's... I don't think it's nearly as cut and dried as that. I don't think there's <laughs> nearly as many hard counter type stuff. You see the um, you just shoot at things and they die eventually. You see that um, this is a sidetrack somewhat, but um, I didn't realize quite how powerful Halo 5's forge was. <laughs> right, there's a video about of someone making a Pokemon themed level. Yeah, um, with like crudely built statues of Pokemon and stuff. It turns out you can actually do rudimentary logic programming in this thing. Okay. So, like. Um, uh, this map it's quite incredible like in some respects because it's like the t- it's a two player map each each one spawns on their own platform at either end of this uh, arena I yeah. suppose um, and you get three pedestals in front of you like of um, red green and blue colour 
and that of course spawns Pokemon of the corresponding types. So like you can pick a fire Pokemon or a grass Pokemon or a water Pokemon, which I think are of course Venusaur, yeah, the standards, Blastoise and Charizard, I guess. Yeah, um, and it, that then becomes a rock paper scissors game. Right, with complete with rudimentary animation and everything. So, like you, you like they'll if you pick Venusaur, for instance, it will throw bits of like a grass texture or something across the stage at the other person. And um, if your Pokemon wins the fight, which you know, again, rock paper scissors style mechanics, there you get given guns to then shoot at your opponent across all the other platforms. <laughs> That's kind of dumb. Yeah, like, they just kill all the... them or something. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was the only way they. could get get it to do points or something maybe there's a limitation there yeah i guess um, if you if you don't damage them, it counts your kills so. yeah and then the round ends because it's programmed like um uh, they're using they need to reset they're using crossfire basically, basically to yeah, is it crossfire whatever the the sort of their competitive mode is right their highly fatality competitive mode as they call it um um to do it so yeah the round ends and it starts again and it's like you can do that that's kind of cool LFI Forge. Yeah, okay. Random aside over. Hmm. I don't think I have much else to say about Overwatch. I, mean, I should probably go back to Halo 5 and check in at some point. Just saying, like, like see what's actually changed. Yeah. What's new. Are Maybe you going to try, try Overwatch, fight. Rob, since it's an open beta? Or I, think I, I feel like I should. But <laughs> if it's only got a couple of days left, and it's like, hmm. And I'm in full-on Japan mode. <laughs> like, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm going to get I a mean, great deal of time. So it's basically... It's like I played Overwatch for one evening and I feel like I'm done. It's like I don't feel oh, like really? there's anything new to see. Oh. I've seen all the levels and all the characters and I know more or less how the games go and like what characters do what. Maybe, maybe Monday night we give it a try. Maybe we do some Monday night combat. combat. In yeah. combat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that there's like, there's no creeps or anything. There's literally just you in the level. So yeah. there's no MOBA comparison on it's that. Not, it's, not, it's not a MOBA. No. Is it? no it's... It's TF2, except not as good. <laughs> so, you know, that's the question of, like, will it last at all? The real question is... I, what mean, is I think it might, because people, for some reason, go batshit about yeah. Blizzard. Sure. And also, I guess it's like, and the, yeah. if, you're, if you're only on Battle.net, I suppose it's a thing that you could launch through Battle.net. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> and it's a new IP as well. Let's not forget, it's like, it's, you know, it's a... It's a new whole universe for Blizzard, right? Well, I like saw it's not. It's this that sort of stuff doesn't happen very often. Really. Sort of, I mean, I guess. But I saw some people were saying things it's like, like Nintendo coming up with Splatoon, right? Like it's like, Holy crap, new stuff! It's all people saying things like you know, this game is basically just a cutting room floor thing where it's like they had this Titan project that got cancelled and they just made this out of it, and they were like, well, let's just put this out and make some money off the work. <laughs> Mm. It doesn't seem like a thing that they're going to make a big deal of, necessarily. And I mean, you know, 12 maps. The question is, how is the, is the uh, what's the post-release content going to be? Yeah, what's the cadence of new content? Like, because uh, it's... Because new characters wouldn't solve the problem. The maps are the problem. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But then, don't forget, TF2 launched with six. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. But, on the other but it was part of the orange box, yeah. so no one really cared. <laughs> TFT was technically like a £5 game, technically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but now it's free. Yep, now it's free. Well, you still have to spend some money to get real TFT. Free-ish, yeah. Technically. Free-ish, yeah. Spend a couple of quid. 
So yeah, I don't expect that I'll be buying Overwatch. I had to make a phone Battle.net account, so now I've got goddamn another fucking random thing to launch games on my system, <laughs> along with Origin and Uplay. I don't think I have a Battle.net yet. I don't think I have any need for it. Just... You, you do have StarCraft 2 in your house. Yeah, but... I, <laughs> Never played it. As much as Kip has tried to get me to play it, I kind of couldn't give a monkeys. It's yep. like, I know that's a game I'm not going to... Nec- well, I don't... I don't for the single what? player, mate. Single player I might get into, but... There was a point when I tried a point more recently than like 15 years ago that I tried to play StarCraft 1 single time. <laughs> but oh, I couldn't, that was hard. Couldn't man. beat the last mission of the human campaign. <laughs> I didn't get that far, man. StarCraft 1 was hard. They had a bullshit difficulty spike on the last mission of the human campaign. Yeah. Or did I get that far? Well, it might have been the last. It was I, kind I of traditional going, to have... I just jump to the Zerg now. Giant yes. difficulty spikes on the last mission there, wasn't it? Like even like Command & Conquer was pretty insane at the end. I mean, it was a real bullshit one in StarCraft because it was like, as much as I, as much as I barely remember it, it was like, up to that point, it had just been the standard sort of RTS progressively more difficult type of stuff. And then in this last mission, it does the classic, like, super restricts how many units you get and, like, li- limits your resources and, and then makes you... Because basically, in the humans in StarCraft, it's all about the science vessel and you're shielding everything yeah. and like medics and repairing your damage over time so you have to keep this small cluster of units alive and if your science vessel gets blown up you're fucked so <laughs> not fun <laughs> more like things in those games it's like the retry times right I suppose you could can you, can you cheese the single player a little bit using save states and or you know save games mid-mission I guess if you remember yeah I suppose Although probably, you know, it's so old, there's no quick save. <laughs> Gonna have to appear escape, bring yeah. up a menu, type in a file name. <laughs> Just remember to do it every now and then. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. We've talked about blizzards, I suppose. Yep. Blizzard down. I saw you've been playing some more Metal Gear, Dan. Uh, sure, yeah. Well, I was hoping to get to the the first credits or whatever by the time of this podcast, but I haven't managed to do that annoyingly but um i got a bit further into because uh, like i said i was at the where you see that meet the man on fire again at the devil's house or whatever sure and that's kind of where the actual story stuff starts kicking in you know as you were saying you know that's mm. kind of the end game kind of starts from there really in terms of yeah. what's actually going on um so i'm into that now um i so i just did the mission rescuing or whatever grabbing the code talker guy or whatever Oh, okay, um, right, yeah. But I haven't quite... done the the subsequent well, that mission, boss battle. That sniper segment had me stumped for a long time. Yeah, I kind um, of... And, until I realised you could just sprint through it. Yeah, I kind of just ran kind through of. it. If you I just climbed throw, up yeah, the cliff just... and, <laughs> and... Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't even go that way. I basically just charged right through the middle, and if you just keep diving... Right, they have a real hard okay. time of shooting you. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't manage to <laughs> yeah. like beat or filter any of those guys because I'm still on no. non, non-lethal as well. So, Well, actually, um, you, you might not be... If you unlocked the ability to even Fulton skulls, like, I think there's a... I, I think, think you, you need, need the cargo the one or something. To them. Yeah. Is that uh, right? Not even that. I think there's actually something else you need. I've got the... Re- I haven't done the research, but I've unlocked filtering of children or whatever. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't... I don't think that's relevant. But that's yeah. a special ability, so maybe there's yeah. one for the skulls. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I um, think you need something else. Yeah. So, yeah, so 
my general problem is like I just didn't recruit enough people for Mother Base from the start. Like I wasn't filtering enough guys, basically, because I was like mm. trying to get the quality of guys or whatever. Yeah, but I think you just you mainly just need to filter everyone, and it gets worse at the end of the game because first you unlock the um, the Ford operating bases, which adds another team, the security team, which then depletes all your other teams because everything gets shuffled yep. around. Well, you, you need to take it out of your assault team mainly. But yeah, it's pretty the same much skill. Exactly, but in general, you kind of have less guys because you need to fill up another team. Not that I really got involved with that too much. I just put all my crappers into the forward operating base and just kept my assault team as my elites. Was the elite guys, yeah. But even so, so, sending them on the missions and stuff. Not enough guys or whatever, and and then and then of course there's a story thing that happens that starts reducing your available guys at mother base. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Did you figure it out, or did you have to look it up? no, I did. The game sort out. of encourages you to carry on, but you can, but also like, can you uh, quarantine people, you know, and all that as you go? Yeah, you. It can... takes a good. It takes several missions before you resolve that, and it's. It does. It takes quite. Like I'm still got not got to the end of the the the, the what happens the the thing, <laughs> um, but I did figure out how to do the. Well, you said quarantine, so I haven't um, figured out. I haven't got to the end of the outbreak or whatever. Okay, but I'm yeah. getting there because I've got the code talker guy, so I imagine he has he'll f- sort it out somehow. Once I, I rescue him, I I didn't figure it out. I was along. I checked along those lines, but I didn't. Well, the thing is, like, I didn't, I didn't get it right at first, and it's like, oh right, no, I, I did end up having to look it up because I got highly confused. Well, I knew what it was that you know, I knew what to look for. It's just that there's like three different modes of the of the staff screen. And only one of them shows the relevant information for a yeah for so you have to like get lucky and because and flick between I don't know why there's three different views on a guy because one of them yeah. just shows them in a grid in, in a list and one of them shows their um their you know picture bigger which I guess makes sense but then there's a third one as well anyway one of them lists the thing that matters and you sort of have to just look at who's already who they put in quarantine automatically. With the people with the symptoms and then yeah. see if then find the correlation or whatever. But uh, it's really annoying because um, the thing that they have in common um, is mostly guys from Africa, right? So, and of course, I only started like Fultoning guys later in the game. So all my dudes are from <laughs> Africa and not from Afghanistan. So, which is really annoying. <laughs> so now I've got like 200 people in quarantine. Uh, yeah, I, I lost. Well, I didn't lose. I don't think I lost that many. But that, no, that's I haven't lost them. But they are in they are in quarantine yeah. or whatever. So, and it's also quite tedious trying to because every time you uh, recruit new guys or 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 Fulton guys or guys just just volunteer just based on your awesomeness yeah, yeah. or whatever, you then have to go through them like basically one by one, trying to trying to <laughs> trying to quarantine them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's interesting that they mess with it in that way. Yeah, but it it's is, cool. But it it's very Metal Gear if you think about it, I suppose. Yeah. Because they don't make it obvious. I mean, they sort of make it obvious. They, they oh, it, it becomes obvious a few missions into the yeah. quarantine segment, but, you know, at first it can really stump you, as, as it yeah. sort of did me. It's... I mean, just because you know what, what the sort of thing the story you know, is causing the problem doesn't mean you there's a nice UI way to, like, press a button and solve the puzzle it's not like just, even if you know the pu- you've solved the puzzle 
you know, you still got to do the work. You still got to do the work, which is very, (laughs) very Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah. And just that interface is just so complicated. Like with the Ford operating base stuff, it's just too much stuff going on in this, in that menu or whatever. You you know, you've got combat missions, you've got online combat missions. You just go on the all staff mode and just start going down it, going check, 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 check. Oh, yeah, for that. But um, Mm. sorry, I just mean in general. Like oh, your iDroid okay, yeah. just has so much shit going on it. Yeah, like, there's a lot. There's you a lot. could spend so much time just in the iDroid, like sending people oh, yeah. on. You've got online like, missions, frequent... offline missions. Yeah, and I didn't really do any of the online ones, but I did the like offline display yeah. stuff because the but online ones seem a bit ridiculous. But like, you need stuff. You need a lot of stuff. Yeah. To... And even then, the resources you're going to win from them are probably only stuff from your online pool, whatever the hell that is. Exactly. You know? And you've got like, I've got like a, there's a special currency for the online stuff that I can spend on like the reducing, MB coins, you know, the MB coins and the GM, the gross military products or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's cool. But I wonder if like for me, it's a bit too much and I kind of want to get back to sneaking sometimes. It you is, know, but, it is too much, but I don't yeah. know if there are, could, you can spend, right. you're right. I, you can spend so long just going, right. I need. And it's like a dispatch team, right? Oh, I've got, I'm nearly at my staff limit, but yeah. I can't really afford to expand yet. So let's, let's like send home all my crappers. Um, <laughs> even though I'm not sure that maybe that was the best plan. Maybe I should have just waiting room to them or something. I don't know. But like, I mean, I, just I, re- just, I would just get rid of quite a lot of people. <laughs> it took me a while to find the select. Obviously, I did once I needed to the quarantine, but the select, you know, uh, multiple things and do an action yeah. to reassign the one. Because it's after you realize, like, the, 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 bit of, the bit of vocal that goes with yeah, yeah, like, yeah. quarantining people gets really tedious after a while. Because you were annoyed by, um, uh, what what is it? Um, the one in the field or something like, oh, oh yeah, when you're scanning guys. That doesn't annoy me for some reason, but... Uh, um, <laughs> analysis complete. Analysis complete or whatever it is. Um, uh, but the but the select unit staff assigned over oh, and over yeah, again. That, does, that, does that get is really annoying. <laughs> I mean, I like that voice actually of that like computer. That's perfectly fine. But that per- that particular one is just like oh. I think that's the same person that sings the theme tune. You know when he looks at his watch and time passes, which is cool. But yeah. I like I love it when they that do that. Cool. That's sort of, all yeah. in the background. I think it's the same person. Because the thing is, the singing it does the that very controlled UI voice. Yeah, I reckon it probably is because I never use the cigar in in the game, but luckily they no. put it into some sequences, so you get yeah. to hear it and see it in action. <laughs> just just at random, like he'll he'll you'll land on Mother Base and then just have a cigar in the middle of a sequence sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, cool. And the story like stuff, it. yeah. I mean, the sequences are cool. I mean, he, he he's. Still, kind of a nothing guy, the Keith Sutherland kind of performance. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. There are plenty, it kind of, of, times the you, there are plenty of times where you think he should really say something mm. here, and he just, but he just says quiet. "fuck all." Like if it was actually, yeah. if it was Snake, like Solid Snake, he'd be talking all the he'd time. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he'd be repeating what he just heard with a question mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thirty-six miles per gallon. But to be honest, like Big <laughs> Boss, focus, Big Boss in in Metal Gear Solid Three <laughs> is basically Solid Snake. Like he's really talkative. Like he chats all the time to um. Like when he first meets Revolver Ocelot, he's going on about oh yeah, you've got the wrong technique with your gun or whatever. And mm. yeah, so that's a bit weird. I think it would have been better if like Big Boss had always been like different to Solid Snake, even though they're. 
genetically the same. Yeah, I guess. But keep playing. That's all I'm going to say. Keep playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff happens. Shit happens, yeah. I get it. Uh, you, you need the second... No, unfortunately, you need the I second need, I need the second ending to find yeah. that one out, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I I pre-guessed that by the way. I think I think we talked about that. Oh, you already know what it came. is. Well, I think we figured it out before the I figured it out before the game even came out, or or in from the opening sequence because it's just, I mean, you forget about that opening sequence, but I mean, it's like, like because there's that guy. Yeah, we should stop. Yeah, <laughs> we should stop right here. Like, yeah. unless, unless unless we're outside spoiler territory, we should yeah. stop. But I mean, come on, man. Anyway, yeah. Okay, cool. So I will get there, but yeah, I'm kind of annoyed that. So I've looked, I was trying to get my mother base into shape, and now it's like totally decimated, basically. And this is the point where I need to research shit in order to be. But I, I mean, in terms of equipment, I finally got um, a Trank sniper rifle with a silencer, and that's pretty. Oh, yeah, o- yeah, yeah. It's pretty OP. Yeah. Now, now I can like <laughs> um, the S rank shit now because it doesn't always work that thing i did try some of the harder hard mode missions using that yeah. thing and it would quite often still alert people enough to make it a problem later right like they, would, I... they would notice that their buddies were being hit or something right well it's you good for to, like you still have to try and powers. get you, yeah you still have to get the isolated guy or whatever yeah i mean and i also so i got the uh the the d-dog um uh attack non-lethal attack thing and that's yeah, it's cool. cool, isn't it? It's really cool. It looks cool the way he like, you know, brings out the. It's probably the same animation as bringing out the the lethal is, knife, yeah, the, but it, it has is, like it the, the it has like the electric sparks or whatever. Yeah. Um. Of the and he just runs over and and I find that quite <laughs> useful. You can sort of use that to take down two people at once if you because you can send him after one guy and the other guy goes oh, what the and hell and, you and then the you other, run up yeah. and get him before he starts shooting the dog. Uh, and that seems to work because it doesn't alert them to your presence if a dog suddenly attacks someone, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and a dog wearing a, a jacket. A jacket, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm wondering, I haven't tried, but I've researched the Fulton extraction one, so I'm wondering if I'm going to trank snipe someone from miles uh, away yeah, and then I, send the dog to, to to Fulton him. I, know, I, know, I never experimented with that, but that, that, that does sound... Cool. Pretty cool, yeah. So I'm pretty happy with the equipment stuff now. Um, in terms of um, my non-lethal approach, makes it quite limited anyway. It so, gets there, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, I'll um, I'll actually get to the end of the first thing before long. I gather. I think the next you bit is an annoying. Do, you've, still, you've still got a lot to do. <laughs> What? What, I'm what really <laughs> for the like, first ending? For not not necessarily for the first one, but the uh, the rest of everything. Yeah, yeah. You're not. There's still, there's still quite a bit actually. But why? why well, I, I think I have to do. A I, I forget. Now. I forget actually. Right. I think I'm getting a bit confused. I think that there's still. Yeah. Well, I gather the next because I've just been like uh, immediately after you rescue the code talker, you it's like to be continued because clearly there's a boss fight yes. there. So I'm imagining that's going to be annoying. So. <laughs> um because it's probably going to be, you know, you, you, there's usually not a stealth option for boss fights, and it's like, well, I'm like a fully non-lethal stealth guy. I don't know how this is going to work, so I have to see. Yeah, what does what does follow that? Say? Oh, oh no! My helicopter has like flown into a cloud of oh boy, skull yeah, that's yeah, that's actually the next mission is one of the low points. Yeah, for yeah. me. 
Okay, yeah, I bet. You just have to get past the power through that shit, I imagine. And there's, and there's a hard version of it as well, which is nearly impossible. Okay. God damn it. I knew it. Anyway, if I can get past yeah. that, then I'll, I'll be fine. So. Yeah. Any advice? No. <laughs> um, rockets. Oh god, <laughs> I, that's the problem. I don't think I have rockets. And oh, shit I'm trying to remember. There is a, uh, I'm trying to remember. There is a tactic for it that I ended up having to use, but I'm going to need to because I've never maybe used any. Wasn't it at the end. I think I think I needed non-lethal isn't going to work for you. Right. It's right. not going to be a particularly viable option. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I don't think like killing bosses counts as kills, though. So I think that's fine. I don't think you can even kill the that kind of. I imagine it's skull guys again. I don't think you can even kill them because I think they just kind of evaporate or whatever. Like yeah, the, I don't know. The, the guys, you know, that attacked out of the truck earlier on. I don't think you can oh, actually sure. kill yeah. them. So I don't think it's a problem. I think I'm pretty sure I ran a few of them over and it didn't. It didn't go against my no kills yeah. thing on the mission. So I'm really trying to remember how I did that mission now. But I think you're going to need. Fairly rockets. powerful. Okay, that's the trouble. Yeah. I, bring bring my... rockets and get a, get a highly upgraded assault rifle. My dudes, like I haven't got any upgrades for any of that stuff, and I'm, all my R and D division is all decimated. <laughs> so I'm pretty screwed. Mm. And also, the more I wait to for things to upgrade, the more people die of the bloody outbreak or whatever. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You. Oh. So yeah, oh, it's not good. You're in a you're in a predicament. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Anyway, never mind. Why are they punishing me for playing the awesome way where no one dies? Oh, <laughs> I get if you can if you can get it, Gatling gun. I remember now, Gatling gun the Walker. Oh right, see, I've put used a Gatling the gun either. on the Walker. So the only buddy I ever really used is D Dog and the horse. Well, it, the advantage of the Walker is there's no loyalty. Right. Oh, rating. okay. Oh, that's so cool. You can you can just stick what you want on him. So I could just um, upgrade that shit and. And, uh, get the Gatling gun, yeah, and okay. that should work good. I'll see how I go. <laughs> I'm not yeah. looking forward to it, though. <sighs> Boom, so that was Metal Gear. Uh, I might as well. I I haven't got too much to report cool. this week. Nothing, nothing particularly new. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been... I carried on with Star Fox Zero, you know, despite... Yep. I think I was overly negative on it, like you know, just because I am when I talk about <laughs> reviewing style of games on it last time. It's like, yeah, it has flaws, but I'm still playing it, and I'm still enjoying it. You know, it may it's it's great. It may not be Star Fox sixty four, and it may not necessarily be a hundred percent the game I want, but it is still Star Fox, and it yeah, it's cool. I I, I have a I have a fun time with it. You know, I still have a bit of a beef with. The vitriol against the controls that the internet seems to have when they're perfectly fine in your because uh, you've played a lot of Splatoon and you've got it kind of covered. Yeah, I mean, okay, I've started noticing it does have some problems. Like, yeah, you know, some people complain about the awkwardness of it, and uh, I do accidentally throw bombs <laughs> when I don't mean to. Sometimes I'm not right, quite right. sure how I'm doing that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what I'm doing with that, but there is actually a le- there is one legitimate problem in that the Wii pads, um, Wii U gamepad mm-hmm. gyro can get off center somehow. So 
both Splatoon and this have the ability to press a button, or in, in Star Fox's case, it's click left stick, and it will recenter. Um, yeah. So okay. wherever you, wherever you're holding the pad becomes dead center for it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there are sometimes we will do a movement, and you'll notice like oh, it's especially the left right sensing doesn't seem. It doesn't seem to necessarily stay fixed, right? It seems to lose its way a little bit. So your cursor might end up uh, drifted to the left or drifted to the right a bit. Um, but you know, just when things aren't too busy, uh, you know, get comfortable and click the stick. Problem goes away. You know, cool. it's it's it is a problem. You know, I can't defend it all that much, but you, it's solvable. Which is probably why they make such a big deal of the recalibrate button during the intro sequence. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> it's like, right. They actually make you recalibrate it to like before you start. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a cool. Game. I've discovered all the secret levels now. Um, I did have to. I, I confess, I did have to look up how to do one of them, and I don't think I would have figured it out. Um, right, without looking on my up. own. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it was. Ju- it was just. Um, I mm, don't know if I should say it because I don't know. It, 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 I, I guess it would be cool to figure it out, but it basically used a function you don't really use in the rail levels, right? Because you have no need to. Mm. <laughs> but there's this one occasion where, well, there's this one. These, well, you do it. You, there's two places you can do it, uh, and it leads to something. And it's uh, okay. I wouldn't have guessed that. Nice. Um. But you know, I, I think I've worked out what exactly I would want from a from a Star Fox game. You know, if they were to try this again, um, like because I've played through the arcade mode now, uh, and the arcade mode in this is like it, it's a, it tries to make you do like the Star Fox sixty four style one run approach, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, they've added the ability to save between stages, which you know is nice. But it's that classic thing where once you've started, um, you have to commit. Um, something goes wrong on that stage, you're out. You have to do the entire thing from the start again. Um, and it takes, uh, I think you can play it in game time, at least like level time. I think it's like an hour and a half um, to run it, but it takes a bit longer than that. If you're watching all the cutscenes and, you know, loading pauses and all the gummings in between and stuff like that, that would be mm. like, I think it did take me like maybe two and a half in total <laughs> of actual time. Um, but yeah, you can. You know, I did that, and I actually, you know, I, the 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 sort of thrill of the route, uh, that feeling that you got from Star Fox sixty four was there. It's not, you know, you've got to do it this one time. Obviously, you've got to do the whole thing again. You only really get your only ability to retry is if you're currently holding three of the gold rings. That basically counts as a new life, but they don't bank. So if you have those three rings and you screw up, you lose them, and then you have to get it right the next time. Otherwise, you're out. Okay. And okay. It's, it adds a layer of tension, but it is cool. And I did fall foul of it the first time I did it because oh, I found yeah. a secret and then went to a level that was really hard <laughs> and messed it up totally. And like, so I had to, once I found the level, it's like, okay, I know how to get there now. So I can do that in the stage by stage game mode and sort of just, okay, now I can get good at that stage. So if I then choose to do that route again, I can, I might not suck so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see. <laughs> um, and I actually kind of liked the fact that they did that, that they actually, you know, a couple of these secret levels are properly difficult. Yeah, that's um, cool. Um, they're, they're, they're things you, you can learn. Them. You can learn to get better at them, and so they're not so difficult for me now. But 
the first time you attempt them, you're like, whoa, oh, no, that's what, what, oh man, that's hard. Like, <laughs> and I kind of like that. I kind of like mm. that you're surprised by it. Um, which leads me, as I said, to what I think a Star Fox game should be. It shouldn't necessarily be about the length of run, the length of like how long the campaign is. Mm. What I want is a really, really wide diamond. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you want to so it like, takes an hour groups, to play so... for a run. Yeah, so maybe a run takes an hour. Yeah, um, but, but the you possibilities go... within that run are insane. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, Definitely. that's what. I, yeah, that makes sense. And, and what, there's a bit of that here. But even the bit that they have isn't as clever as what they did in Star Fox 64. Right. Like, there's little details here and there that this is missing. Like, um, there were places in Star Fox 64 where if you encounter, if you went a certain route, you'd encounter the character Cat, who has no point, but <laughs> was there. You'd like, she'd just fly into a level and be like, Hey, and there'd be a little theme play and, you know, they'd have a little conversation. Yeah. Um, and if you did that route and then went a different route, because you sort of encountered her that first time, she would appear in other levels as well. So it created this sense of continuity. Whereas if you went a different route and played that same level, the level itself might be the same, but that character occurrence wouldn't happen. Right. Um, The problem with this is like, it doesn't matter what route you take, you know, that character will always do the same thing on that level. Even if you didn't see them before, there's like the, the sort of continuity of your path isn't quite there. So I kind of want to see that, you know, but match, actually make it matter. So you okay. need to go route some route and do something. So when you next come back to a certain point, like maybe the mission is different in some ways. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. Because of the, because of your previous actions or because of what you've learned. Or, um, I mean, Star Fox 64 did that to some degree. We've talked about Venom and how that was handled in Star Fox 64, yeah, well, where if you yeah. took one route, the level was totally different <laughs> so from cool. how you took. Um, yeah. And I just want that. I want, I want. I want to mess around a bit. I want it to be like the, the the nearest equivalent I can think of is the map from Outrun, you know, with all those splits and all those routes to get oh, yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. And it, the, every choice you make, uh, admittedly Outrun's not quite the same because you could, you know, if you go left and then go right, that's kind of the, you, the level you end you up end with up is the same the as if you go right, then left. Yeah. So, you know, where you end up isn't necessarily changed by what you did before. Um, but... But, you know, I want that style of craziness. I want the endings to be potentially different. I want the, the, uh, yeah. And I think that if they did that, that would be an incredible game. And I'd be all over it. (laughs) I would be so all over it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Whether whether that be Nintendo or someone else, I'm, I'm not necessarily sure I care. Like, but that, that would be a fantastic game. That's what I want. There you go. Well, you only have to wait another 10, 10 odd to, years. 10 to 15 yeah. years. 10 to 15 years. Boy, it was, yeah, it probably is 15 years since. Maybe more. It's I get the feeling it was 99 yeah, or something. I get a feeling it was the 90s. Yeah. Man. The value proposition is still bad, though. I have to say that. Like, I haven't even started playing Star Fox Guard, which I intend to do this week, maybe. Um, but you know, you know I've, I've had a pretty good time with it I'm satisfied um, not 50 quid satisfied but satisfied <laughs> somewhat satisfied yeah uh, cool fair enough that's, that's so, uh, Star Fox yeah Star Fox Zero yeah I did the um, 
proper ending. Well, I say the proper ending. I did the first ending of The Witness. Yep. Which, you know, I won't need to... I won't talk about necessarily. Barely an ending. It's, yeah, it's not an ending. <laughs> it isn't an ending. And I, was, and I was telling Zach earlier, I thought I nearly got screwed by it saving in the wrong place. Like, I thought it saved me in the end sequence, and it does a, it does a, a very stylish, like, quit to desktop <laughs> when it's done. It's just nice. like, you're done. Kick you out. And it's like, well, no, I'm not done. There's more stuff to do. I know there's more stuff to do. Um, and I went back in it and looked <laughs> at my save file, and it's like, Oh crap, am I in the end sequence where it last auto-saved? Uh, but no, I could get out of it. That's fine. It just, it just, oh, I was so worried for a second. It's like, oh no. Um, uh, yeah, that game continues to be cool-ish. I think a lot of the puzzles towards the end are frustrating <laughs> and awkward and yeah, they get hard and I guess the game has to get hard and I ha- Zach did point out a few more obscure things to me that I would almost certainly have never seen <laughs> because some of it feels circumstantial, right? Like depending on how you just happened to walk about, you might have seen something compared to why you might not have seen something. And I totally didn't say, well, I saw this thing, but I didn't interpret it as how I was supposed to interpret it. And so didn't latch on to this concept of something Something was effectively friggin' miles away from where you wanted it to be, and it's like... Well, I think the thing about that specific point is that technically that that thing that it wants you to see, you don't know, you haven't really seen that for quite a long time in the end, towards the end of the game. Mm. The idea that... I mean... Well, okay, let's not... You might, you might not remember it. Is what <laughs> I'm not going to say this is a spoiler exactly, but basically, right at the start of the game, as you're doing the first tutorial puzzles... You do a puzzle and a cable lights up and it leads you to the next puzzle. Yeah. And that becomes like a core tenet of and yeah, where I mean, you go. Especially in the early segments, like, you know, the symmetry shed with that long green cable that goes up to the laser and all that stuff. Mm. It's like, that's all fine. But like, it's one of those things where once you get in towards the, that end part of the game, you don't think it's there any longer so you don't see it. <laughs> Well, not even that. I think, like, by the end of the game, that it's like you, you've seen cables here, there, and everywhere. Not all of them have been relevant, or not all of them have worked. Wow. And it's like the vast majority of them. Yeah. Right? And then you get to the point where it's like, actually, in the bit of the game we're talking about, is some of that just structural and is some of that just artistic? You know, you're sort of sitting there going, is this relevant? And it is like. Turns out it was, but mm. I just didn't realize that. Like, it is like built like it's a, just an artistic thing. Mm. Because, you know, you've seen, there have been artistic things. There's plenty of them, yeah. Around. But it's just like, this one is like a com- combination. It's an artistic thing and a functional thing in one thing. Yeah. And if you don't notice the very subtle, or not that subtle, relatively subtle <laughs> things that it's trying to show you, mm. you might not see it. But I mean, I guess that it's one of those things where there's like, layers there's other ways you could have discovered that apart from seeing it like the map for example you theoretically could have figured out where you had to look to find that or you might have interpreted it from the lasers maybe oh yeah well yes there is a very had i done things in a slightly different way in a slightly different order I might have seen this more readily. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
So it's, it's, it's one of, again, this is one of those subjects where you're talking about the witness, you're having to talk about it almost in riddles. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, uh, it doesn't mean I'm not enjoying it. It does keep drawing me back. It has actually proved to be a pretty good sort of short time game. Yeah. Just jump in, see if you can solve a few puzzles, get out again, because it's, you know, it doesn't take too long to load and it, you know, because it auto saves everywhere. You don't have to worry about reaching certain points and stuff like that. It's, uh, yeah. And, you know, that whole theory of the subconscious doing something in the background, like when you come back to a puzzle and you solve it in an instant, like, yep. like when you've been staring at it for ages before, that is totally real <laughs> and weird as hell when it happens. Um, yeah, it's a cool game. But, yeah, there's no way of getting past it. It's a cool game. It's just, I think it's like me with all puzzle games. I dislike them more as they get hard. <laughs> Right, like because hard puzzles aren't necessarily fun. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like I guess you get that satisfaction. Yeah, more fun. You get that satisfaction once you, yeah, once you've done it. But the process becomes less interesting. Well, I think the advantage of the witness is it doesn't. There's, it's not really. I suppose by the end of it, those puzzles are really quite tough and really and really testing your. I would call it capacity, like actual yeah. capacity, not just well, especially, intellect, especially but your, your memory and like yeah, spatial of, reasoning. It requires a lot of you. It does, does become a bit more like compound. I mean, li- literally, literally compounding. Cases, whereas, yeah. like, <laughs> you're having to think about multiple layers of things at once rather than mm. just the individual thing you're looking at. Yeah, but like, I think like the advantages of the witnesses a lot of the time on the majority or almost all the time it avoids the like frustrating in terms of like you know backtracking or anything i mean there's those ones where it turns off the previous panel if you get the one you're on wrong but that's yeah, just that's a trial not... and error prevention yeah that's never too bad yeah so it's like it doesn't really make, do anything where there's like a whole sequence of stuff and you're like oh i i'm in the middle of this but I can't figure out this one bit and it's going to be really annoying to have to come back to this because I can't remember all the other steps I went through to get mm. to this point or anything so you know it mostly avoids that mostly there are some times where perhaps there's a detail of one of the mechanics that you didn't pick up on and like you go and you have like, to go back and look at the uh, like the tutorial puzzles essentially and be like yeah, what did so I what, actually what, do <laughs> why am I missing interestingly enough um, a mate of mine uh, briefly saw the puzzles at the start of the game, the white black dots, yeah, and made exactly the same initial reasoning that I did. Well, I see a lot it's of... wrong, but he made the exact same initial reasoning. I see a lot of people saying saying stuff like you have to split them, but not that, but not realizing it's area splitting. They think Spoiler, like, it's like your fir- the first puzzle like, in the game, literally yeah. the first mechanic. <laughs> yeah, it's like you are, they think you just have to split them, not split them into areas. Yeah, it's like you just have to go through. Oh, I see. What well, keep them all yeah. separate. Go yeah, through the yeah. lines that are next to each other or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your your theory was even weirder. Mine, like mine was way more complicated. <laughs> yeah, mine was way more complicated. I thought it was... I guess, is it a spoiler to give them an incorrect solution? Well, it's in the video. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, but, yeah, watch the video. It's not really... There's only video. one spoiler warning. It's right at the start happened. of the game. Yeah, so... <laughs> and that mechanic is used throughout, so, yeah. you know. And, you know won't be long, theoretically won't be long, and you can get the second achievement. <laughs> yeah. Have 100% achievements. How hard is the challenge? It's not... 
I, the bit that screwed me up on it was that there was one bit that I didn't physically see. <laughs> right. Basically, there's like, if you come to a point where, where you think you've done everything, but there doesn't seem to be anything happening, then that means you've missed something. <laughs> right. okay. Which is what got me. There was a bit that I like basically walked fast and didn't notice. And I was like, why is this not, why am I not done? Yeah, well, almost <laughs> stuck on. Okay, interesting. But yeah, apart from that, it's not too bad. There's no. It's actually relatively simple in terms of the like the panel mechanics. It doesn't go into too many like multi combinations of mechanics or anything. Okay. Yeah. The individual panels aren't too complicated. It's just the the whole setup of it is a bit more complicated. Cool. Spoilers. Yeah. And then you get to see the actual credit sequence, the actual end of the game, which is weird. Okay. Looking forward to that. And that's why you actually need to see that. Because I, like, I, that's why I still was hoping that you'd get past the, like, the first ending and the challenge and all that stuff. Like, it's inconvenient that you have to get so far into the game to see this thing because it's weird and all, and sort of awesome. Weird, the, certainly. The game has a, I think the, the way that you get the first not an ending ending could be too misleading for people, right? I, I get the feeling that that's a little too heavy handed. That it's a little like well, the, you, you, like, you hit the end, game's done. Yeah, and, and then it's it like <laughs> because, because there are bits of that game where you could that are genuinely hard to find. Yeah, um, and I do wonder how many people even find the challenge because I haven't yet. I haven't got to it. Oh, technically. Um, I mean, you're basically there. Oh, okay. Right. After I showed you how to get into the caves. <laughs> yeah. And I just, as I said before, I just, I don't think I would have spot that myself. Well, you knew... Well, I wouldn't necessarily have had the patience to look at that particular spot. Well, you knew where the, the caves were there, and you knew that there was the challenge, because it's an achievement. Because it's an achievement. <laughs> I knew that it existed, and that I've heard enough about it that I was... Oh, you know... And, Vaguely, I've heard the word. But I mean, the challenge, I, I guess if you, you know. haven't he- even heard that stuff, you had found the entrances to the cave beforehand, and I you guess. knew that they were you could get into them from here. But I do wonder how many people would have cared at that point, right? Oh, maybe this was an option that I didn't need to do. I mean, like you know, I finished the game. I beat the game. I'm done. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's just the, the, it's it's because what that, it? I'm like 26 27 hours of gameplay at this point and it's like yeah. I think it's a pretty reasonable thought for someone to go I beat the game I'm done at that point <laughs> I guess well the trouble is that like the way that that first ending does just dump you out to desktop for a start I mean that's one of the ways that it looks hella final mm. but also like there's no it's classy though <laughs> I, 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 I do appreciate a dump to desktop there's no like well, there's no like score or anything. There's no summing up. <laughs> it's just a, it's just an art thing. Apparently, <laughs> it doesn't do that in the console versions. What quit the game? I imagine it probably doesn't. In the console versions, it literally just starts. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, it creates that save. <laughs> <doesn't> it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just starts again. Yeah, but it's just like you know that would fool people in some ways and but also like the way you don't need to get all the lasers to even get into the mountain sure that sort of yeah. infers that you don't need to do everything yeah and doesn't necessarily imply that if you did do more of it it would lead so, to more yeah. stuff yeah you could argue that that's misleading but 
I wonder why he did make that choice. Why is oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, why? So yeah, <laughs> it will become even more obvious once you actually get into the yeah. mountain stuff, right? Okay. And the actual ending. Okay, cool. Witness. Yep. The witness. Pretty great game. It's it's going to be one of those hallmark moments of the year. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it'll be game of the year, and we'll be like the witness, <laughs> and then we'll remember. It's almost it's almost certainly a candidate. Sure. Like uh, in, uh, at what level? I don't know yet. But, you know. It's not. It's probably not going to be a game of the year fight ten that I wouldn't I, afford. Yeah, I don't know at this point. I don't know what else you got Compared right to some now. Some of the other games that should theoretically be coming out this year. Yeah, I mean, and what 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 hopes have we got penned on like things like Zelda? And I don't. I'm not sure. There's much else that's come out so far that I would necessarily say is on that level. No. No. I mean, I'm you know, there's a lot of hope for No Man's Sky. Sure, yeah, but th- that could be. And we've got Horizon, and you know, Uncharted Four has just come out in some places, and it's that could be amazing. I yeah. feel like No Man's Sky could be in exactly the same boat as The Witness. It could be an awesome game, but it could be like just a very focused on like a very narrow thing that will, in the end, not yeah. be able to fight in a game of the year type situation. Yeah. I hope PS4K comes out this year because I do want to get one. <laughs> so you could just have a PS4. I, well, I want to get a PS4K but now that I know that that's coming. Yeah, yeah obviously. One. Yeah. Um, so it's. Uh, I hope that comes out soon because yeah, I want. I want to play me some Uncharted. Yeah, you know? me too. And you know, uh, Horizon does look interesting. Yeah. I may not be the biggest Sony fan, but Horizon does look pretty cool. I want. And I'm not. <laughs> I notice I'm already not calling it its full name. No. Screw that. For, uh, and also, like, you. I guess we still don't really know what that game even is. Really, yeah. it's probably guess, a, probably yeah. an Assassin's Creed slash Far Cry style game uh, with dinosaurs. If anything, it's going to be more Monster Hunter, right? Uh, maybe not necessarily mechanically, like, and you know, minute to minute gameplay, but like, maybe structurally. Well, yeah, I maybe. Know. Maybe. It's a big maybe, but yeah. Because they uh, always made a big deal about hunting in games, and it's never been, it's never actually been a big deal. No. <laughs> Whereas it is, it could be, or maybe they just wanted to show off how fancy it is. And I, I don't think I've actually been playing a great deal else, really. You know, I'm still pit crossing, and I'm still playing Layton yeah. on my uh, on my 3DS. Um, yeah, but. I wish there was less dialogue in Leighton. <laughs> I think I said that before, but there's a lot of dialogue in that game. And I'm not sure the story is particularly well-structured, as I was trying to explain to Zach earlier. There's The whole second chapter of that game is a flashback that basically amounts to you wandering around your hometown and nothing happening. <laughs> it's like, why, why did you give me this? Why did you... There's, there's no plot here. Best flashback <laughs> ever. Yeah. I mean, yes, it gives me more puzzles like along the way, obviously, but this was way too much hassle for a few more puzzles. I don't know. Maybe... Yeah. I, mean, that's, I think that's going to be my problem with the Laken games. I think like they've, doubled, they've gone way too much into that, you know, here's, a port, here's two people standing at opposite, opposite sides of the screen with a text bubble in the middle, you know, that kind of... Yeah. And, you know, the conversations thus far haven't actually been great, that interesting the majority of the time. Way too long. I, I think it will maybe some. There are hints of what is to come. 
I think I may have already figured out where the story is going. Mm. And I think I'm only maybe a quarter, maybe less of the way through it. Because, you know, I'm, only, I'm using it as my short time game, like maybe in the evenings and things like that. And along with if, the, if my PC is not turned on and ready to play The Witness. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm playing on with that. And I really can't remember what much else I've really tried or done new. Bit lame. I've got. Uh, I I do have copies of Quantum Break and Rise of the Tomb Raider to to tackle at some point. Yeah, not for a while though. Games of tra- no, not for a while because man, the, po- we, the podcast schedule is going to be a bit messed up. There's no avoiding it because. So when does it, we, when are you off? I am off May fifteenth, which is next Sunday. Sunday. Come, not tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Or today, depending on when I post this podcast. Um. Uh yeah, it, it will yeah, and then I'm and then I'm out for a good two weekends, I guess. I think. So anyway, that weekend, oh, no, it might be okay. No, it's that weekend's obviously out, and then the following weekend is out, and okay. then I might be back the week after. So okay, we might right. actually only lose one weekend. Okay, so the the twenty eighth and twenty ninth might be possible then, or whatever yes. that weekend. Yeah, cool. Because the following weekend I'm in Paris, so <laughs> all good. Okay. The opening is there. The opening, the window. Yes. So, so there'll be a one week delay on your next one week delay. And we're fucked yeah. for videos. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm the only one that does it. You guys should just do, Zach should just do something. Yeah, I'm thinking you just need to do something. Yeah. But then I'll need, I'll I'll need, need. Don't worry, I can give you access to things. That's not a problem. <laughs> I'll need video editing capabilities <laughs> and set up. access to the YouTube channel. Somewhat. <laughs> like other stuff. Uh, recommendation, sort of. Uh, there's a bit of software that someone I know works on and is quite a professional bit of kit and is now actually free called HitFilm 4. It's like video editing software. Special effects focused but can do everything we do and it's free. <laughs> so that might be an option. Mm. Top tip. Because apparently the version of Premiere I have on my computer is ancient and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm pretty sure that's true of new versions. That is, it's still fucked, but it's fucked even in worse ways than new versions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, give it, give it a shot. It's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't used it, so this is a baseless recommendation. <laughs> but like, it is supposed to be pretty good and free. Cool. Uh, so, listeners, look forward to some videos <laughs> made by Zeg or, or create. Yeah. What do you call it? Compiled by Zeg. I don't um, want to see what happens. Maybe I'll just stream through my Twitch channel and use the YouTube upload because I'm lazy. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? That works too. So watch out for that. And, Maybe you'll uh, be better yeah. at posting them to the salad, to the actual Happy Salad page because I'm terrible at that. I still don't know my login for the actual Happy Salad page. <laughs> we never fix that. Oh boy, we can sort that out. That's fine. <laughs> sort this shit out, listeners. Don't worry. Admin. So we'll be back in three Is weeks. Is there any, any requests for Japan? Like, what do I need to do? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm absolutely going to Super Potato. Sweet. I'm going to check that place out. Are you going to the Ghibli Museum? Oh, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. That has crossed our, crossed our mind. Cool. I don't, I, I don't actually, I don't think I've seen that many Ghibli films. Ah, oh, okay. You should. I think I've, I've seen Laputa and, <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. Like, I've seen Laputa and Howl's Moving Castle and. You've seen Spirited think... Away, right? I think I've seen the second half of Spirited Away. <laughs> okay. I think I'm not sure I've seen the start of that. Um, 
Well, I, I, don't, I haven't actually seen my friend Totoro either. Yeah, but... my neighbor Totoro is really, really good. My and, neighbor, sorry. Yeah. And um, uh, although it's a children's film, but it's brilliant. Uh, and yeah. um, Princess Mononoke is amazing. That's a bit more violent. <laughs> um, there is a uh, dark edge to a lot of the Ghibli yeah. stuff, and the Leopard is a bit like that. It, like it's all fun and games until the last twenty minutes or so, where things get real dark. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Several hundred guys just die in like <laughs> yeah. seconds. This is Japan point. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Straight up die. Yeah, I should do that. I should probably watch that on the plane. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> That's maybe a bit rude. Get you in the mood. <laughs> you won't even use your new DS or 3DS or whatever it is. Well, I am planning to get a great deal of sleep. On right. the plane, I think that's I have the best a, way. I, I have a I have a plan to basically not sleep as much as possible the night before. Okay, and then... uh, get lifted to the, the the flight, and then spend my entire flight as asleep as possible. Sounds good. To to hopefully try and reset my uh, clock because apparently yeah. this is the bad direction, isn't it, for jet lag? I think it's the bad Going direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Good luck. There'll, be eight, there'll be like <laughs> no. eight hours ahead, I think. So. Is it eight hours by me? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Coolio. Well, yeah. But Gnome did, Gnome did like decree, like if I was to, if I was going to play a game on my DS, like she did say, like you should start playing Zelda. <laughs> and it's like, I'm just like randomly looking at all the options I had. It's like, no, you, Zelda's your flight, flight game. Okay. <laughs> Have you got that one? <laughs> what okay. is that? I've got Zach's copy. <laughs> all right. Okay. Fair enough. Surely the more appropriate one would be like Fear Room. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Play all these Japanese Super music. Japanese yeah. musics, yeah. Zelda's a Japanese game. <laughs> That's true, but it's much less obviously Japanese. Yeah, yeah it'd be well translated, I guess. <laughs> Bravely Default, I don't know. What's Japanese? Uh, <laughs> That's true. Uh, I could actually no, probably uh, play the demo of Bravely Default at least before getting into the real game. Yeah, freaking yeah. Far Emblem. There's, there's a point to that. Hunter. Oh, God, no. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I don't fancy the idea of that. No. You could try the demo of that and see if I was right about how completely fucking impossible it is to control. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's like... But I'll have an advantage, right? Because I have the new 3DS and apparently it supports the nub. Why, if it, if the old Monster Hunter games support that? I think they might... Well, that's a good point, actually. I don't know. Maybe they patched it in. I thought the last one they did supported it. The last one that actually came out. Hmm. I mean, there's probably... Was it one of the threes? Three Ultimate Tri Mega Hunter Comrade. <laughs> the re-release. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Tri. Maybe. Come on. Who knows? Yeah. Or was it four? Did they make a four? I think four was the one that I played the demo. Well, maybe it's four then. Oh. Four Ultimate Friendly Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Any, any other Japan requests? Do I need, I, one, one of my wants, I think, is to bring back a, a ridiculous English t-shirt. <laughs> I hope like the classic one was a huge, massive, awesome want. <laughs> like, just... My favourite one was always the rainbow, you know, with the three hearts, and it just says, I hate myself and want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. There was, wasn't there one that was... There seemed to be a series of, of, of shirts that were trying to mimic Ben Sherman style right. stuff, but the but the brand name they used was just crap. 
<laughs> literally crap <laughs> just crap yeah crap and like there was there was one of them that basically said like what kind of life is this it's kind of crap <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> man yeah well, I, I desperately want to find something like that because it'd be pretty hilarious I don't know how much capacity I'll have for actually bringing back, you know, big stuff, but, and, you know, I know most Japanese games aren't going to work in anything I own here, so there's no point really actually probably buying anything from Super Potato. Mm, probably, but still. Cool to have a look, though. Definitely. Also, I didn't realise how, like, now I've been doing my research on it, like, just how old school a lot of Japan is, like, how analogue and how... Yeah, it, they're obsessed with fax machines, cash. apparently. Cash yeah. is a thing, right? Like, yeah. they don't. Cards are basically not used. Mm. It's so weird. Well, I mean, that doesn't really matter for you anyway, does it? Well, no, I have to get travel money. I have to get travel money, but like, I, you know, I don't, actually don't think I get too bad a. I have too bad a problem with that with my bank anyway. Like, if I want to use like ATMs or pay for stuff by card, it's yeah. like it's like I'm a bit fortunate in that way, but yeah. It's 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 all cash and vinyl. Vinyl's still a thing, apparently. Like, and they still use CDs massively. Like, you know, way more than I think than we would consider CDs being a commodity. That's still massive to them. And mm. it's, it's really weird. Like, you know, you'd think it'd be the home of technology, but they still embrace the physical. Take your. Leftover stack of like CDRs, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it might explain like some of why uh, Nintendo does what they do. <laughs> you know that whole toy comment from from a while back. Anyway, yeah, mm. Japan. Japan will happen. There'll yes. be a lot of Japan talk next. Uh, next uh, we time. will hear all of it next time. So catch us <laughs> then. Oh, it's time for the end of the salad cast. Thanks for listening. Catch you in three it's weeks. Time for pizza. God, this was long. Bye. Yeah. It felt like it. <laughs>